Welcome everybody to RPG Cast. It is January 5th and we are gathered here today with a special guest and our normal panel and we're going to talk about some fun stuff that we don't usually get a chance to talk about with uh, it's our first uh, real interview with people from uh, from uh, I guess Pete I want to say from the game. Yeah, you John, you're your game master, right? Or something like that. I I I am the lead game master, so yeah, that, right. that works. So why don't you introduce yourself, John? Um, my name's Johnny Name Mariex. I'm the lead game master for Sword of the New World, Granado Espada. There we go. Um, I'm Chris Privetier, host of the RPG cast. We've got Michael Tidwell. Hello. We've got Sean Cooper. Shant. Yes. Okay. And <laughs> Jordan Jackson. Hello. <coughs> Jordan Jackson has a frog in his throat, apparently. And Anna Marie Newton. I cast Toad on him. <laughs> I'm totally not in his throat. I'm sorry. No, no. I'm fine. I said frog, not cat. All right, so (laughs) frog is a a polite term for a French person. Oh, I see what you're saying. All right. Oh, Oh. and is referencing stuff that happened before the show that we repeating. So, all right. (laughs) Good thing that all got pointed out. (laughs) I don't know. We're already she off to craziness. Yes, and you got better. We know. <laughs> it's, it's been two weeks since you've had to listen to us, and we've been too anxious to start. Yes, indeed. I hope you all enjoyed your winter break from RPG Cast, or you know, spending at home with your families and all that. And then we're we're Goose happy to be back together now. His addiction. Hi, Goosebud. How's it going? Ah, uh, yes. There's a member on our forums who loves MMORPGs, so he's going to love this edition of RPG Cast. So. It'll be his favorite. It'll be his favorite one, yes. <laughs> it's okay, we've been consoling him with special awards like a number one fan, so I think... Like, like an awesome ribbon that I drew in paint took about was, 30 seconds. It was a fantastic <laughs> But as we are oh, already... Spent com- such a long time working on it. Yeah, I no know. Uh, but as we are already completely off topic, let's, uh, let's try and get back on track. Um, <laughs> the first thing we'd like to announce today is our... It's already been announced on the site, but we should go over it on the podcast, too. Our winners for the Most Extreme Fire Emblem Contest. Um, it sounds like there were two two winners, which I guess there were always going to be two winners. So, but. Yeah, we had two copies of the game to give out, and they were going to go to the first and second place. Um, first place was, he won by quite a long shot, and then second place was actually a tie. So in true Fire Emblem fashion, I used a random number generator to do a tiebreaker, <laughs> <laughs> and so, oh, you're a nerd. <laughs> first place goes to Nathan B of Mooresville, North Carolina, and second place went to Eric L of San Francisco. So, congratulations to both of you. Um, your games are in route. They were FedEx to you yesterday, and you should get them soon. And you can uh, go to rpgamer.com to read their hey. submissions about their most extreme Fire Emblem moments. Um, yeah, they're pretty cool. One guy managed to land a 4% critical hit to, to save his, his general, and the other guy managed to dodge an 80% strike from the last boss, which was nice. pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I don't know. I miss it 97% in tactics all the time, so... <laughs> oh, Fire Emblem is really brutal about its percentages, so... Yeah, it's... It's just brutal anyway, and no matter what. Yeah, it's just brutal. <laughs> All right, so we've it also- is so much fun. I hope Some you enjoy your game. Have to even have to start over after you get to the last. Yeah, last some, yeah, it takes some people three times through to beat it. Huh. 
Yeah, so and they still nobody's playing it. a fourth time. Well, no, no that's a, a different it's game. It's a third time, but I'm playing a different Fire Emblem now, too. Which Fire Emblem are you playing uh, now? Uh, now, I'm, I'm still playing Radiant Dawn again, oh. and I just started Sacred Stones on GBA. Oh, I see. At work. At work. <laughs> well, you had to do something we'll after get to Disgaea. That later. <laughs> yeah. All right, so next news story, the sequel to the news of the sequel to a sequel of Final Fantasy Revealed, which I... I don't know who came up with that title, but... Billy. Yeah. Billy. <laughs> and he thinks it's yeah. hilarious. I, it's kind of <laughs> hilarious, but I just... I want to see that as a headline on the New York Times, you know? I don't know. Um, which, I, I guess we already covered all these details, though. So they, they released more details but we, but about we Final Fantasy But we have to do 4, additional so. booing and hissing and, and throwing of stones. Oh, and just the fact more... that Square Enix is releasing a freaking cell phone game! Yes. Again, and How it's dare Final you? Of the best cooler. Final Fantasy ever. Yes. Yes. Yeah, no. Final Fantasy IV is awesome, and I want to play the sequel. You know, and it has. I do too. But it's, it would cost like thousands of dollars to go there and play. Well, now that we have a we have a new, since we have a, John as a guest on the podcast this week, we should get his opinion. Do you like cell phone gaming, John? I think cell phone gaming is the end of the industry. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, it, You'll fit right in. He fits in there. <laughs> It really is where developers go when they have nothing better to do with themselves. So it's really sad. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I thought that we had hatred. <laughs> no, but having said that, K2 Network's releasing that. two new cell phone games this year. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm kidding. Max, I'm kidding. Okay, Max said it best. It's going to happen to you, though. Chat, you, know? <laughs> you know, with sort of a pun on the... Let's see, I'm a... Christmas Carol, or not Christmas Carol, uh, Merry Christmas to all, and cell phone gaming should die. I agree. Oh, yes, that was excellent. That was. Yeah. (laughs) Was that that in a public forum? I don't remember. No, that was was in the staff one. Okay. Okay. I think it was staff. Yes, it was. It was staff, because I'm not in the public channel, and I slept. Yeah, it wouldn't be so bad if they... It wouldn't be so bad if they would actually spend time, you know, developing the games, but usually they don't, and they play like crap, because playing on a freaking number pad is obviously a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> I don't kidding. know. Well, I... Always. Okay, did you get a chance to play, good. like, Before Crisis or anything? Did those turn out very well? I mean, they, I'm sure I didn't they have play fans. Before Crisis, but I, I did play the Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest remakes on Dokomo cell phones, and they actually played pretty well. I mean, we're talking about 20-year-old games at this point. Almost 25. They they played well, and they had some decent graphical increases. They were brought up to about 16-bit graphics. They were the remakes. They've been doing that like every other year, it seems. You know, at the same time, we're still moving into, you know, more and more of this MTV generation where everybody is, you know, I have to have graphics or it's not a good game. And it's sort of weird because we see, you know, this growing audience of people who are like, I don't care about anything until I hear about the graphics. And then it's like, we're going to put out cell phone games. All right. And it's like, <laughs> does not, uh, I mean, you're doing wrong. So I guess, does, does that still apply to classic games? Because, you know, Nintendo is, is still putting stuff out on the, on the Wii Virtual Console. And we eat it with a spoon, you know, and I can go back and play games like Mega Man, you know, on the NES. And I still think it's awesome. See, but this is the thing. I, I think the difference is when you're talking about like the Wii console, uh, which I personally love. It's it's kind of like that's kind of like nostalgia. But a lot of the games that are coming to the cell phones aren't actually 
very well designed for the system that it's being played on. So it's uh-huh. it's not just porting, you know, Dragon Quest to uh, a, a Razor. It's porting Dragon Quest to a Razor without putting any design ideas behind how is this going to play differently on a handheld. Hmm. Oh, I also know that I'm reading the story. I find it interesting that he puts AU Mobile in quotes. That's actually one of the the major companies. (laughs) Yeah. That that was actually my fault. Docomo and AU Mobile air quotes. (laughs) Nice. Um, yeah, I was reading it as O Mobile. And the I'm other like, fun no thing we do in our podcast is make fun of the other people who work out here. <laughs> yeah, we, we probably should stop people. doing that. We we do appreciate Billy and his contributions to the site. We just I don't. You can mock me for the. It's a, it's a slow news week, <laughs> and we need to do something. <laughs> Lucifer doesn't appreciate anyone, so don't take it personally. <laughs> no, take it. Wait, talk it away. It's a little bit. Which is where I kind of I'm starting to wish that Mistwalker would go. <laughs> Mistwalker, yeah, yeah. The game, the the new DS game coming out. Away. Oh right, yes. Have we have we actually gotten a translated subtitle yet? Um, I don't think we have. Or do we just have like yeah. Tilde, Gibber Tilde yet? Well, it's yeah. not Gibber. We it's translated on the game page. So I put this on. I put this on our show notes because I, yeah. So it's away by Mid Mistwalker with some weird translated, untranslated subtitle, and I don't know anything about it. And I saw these screenshots, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Still don't know anything about it. I was hoping you guys could illuminate me on it, but no, apparently not. <laughs> All we know is the big three are working on it. Just like, well, no, actually, no. Are there only two? Well, I'm sure they farmed. It's only out Sakaguchi some other and Uematsu, right? Else, so. Yeah, character design is by, uh... Oh, sh- I see, I don't get what happens when they put a line over the O. So maybe Jay can tell oh, me what that means. Long. So, if they put a line over the O, it should be, like, should be long, like, in... Well, so, Oshima? Oshima. Oshima, okay. Yeah. So, a character design is not Toriyama, so it's going to be someone different. I don't know, it kind of feels like a way is sort of, like, the game that they're throwing some names at and hoping... Oh, to- but isn't this, uh... The one that has, um, not, yeah, let's see, Naoto Oshima, the, the Sonic the Hedgehog character designer on it. Oh, is oh, that yeah. who it is? Yeah. Yeah, that that was kind of the point I was making. Yeah. It's, it's sort of like, hey, we have these big names, and we're just kind of going <clears> to <throat> chuck them at the game, and run then, away, and hope everything turns out. Oh, Dragon turned out okay. Oh, yeah. So I'm interested Ask me. I'm the only one that matters. The translation yeah, you even is the people... It. Who were led away. The people who were uh, led away, you say? Away. The people who were led away. Ah, that's nice. Great. That's oh. uh, rather... I love how they get That's what the like Japanese that. means? Yes, that's what the Japanese means. Oh, we had it as kidnapped people, so... <laughs> oh, we did a great job kidnapped there. People would, well, that could be more of a colloquial way of saying it, but the, the direct Japanese to English would be, uh, I think, people who, who were led away. So... Hitobito is just people, people, and uh, people, people. Try, yeah, well, it's people, and then you have another kanji which repeats, uh, which just basically intensifies the meaning. And uh, the super it's people. Not just people. It's people. So it's like lots. It's lots of people. Apparently, so, it's the entire world. Pretty much. Apparently, I don't know. All right. So, 
Well, you're rescuing villagers to who were mysteriously dragged away from town into dungeons. According Didn't to we just play this on the DS so. in a Dragon Quest game? <laughs> <laughs> so there are lots of rescuing people. Let's see if it's fun. They were all slimes. It sounds like rocket slime, that's all. <laughs> so I hope they're tank battles, then. So go check oh, yeah, out the screenshots on our site and, and see if it looks interesting to you, and then maybe they'll give us a real subtitle and uh, release it here. I don't know. Hey, John. This rocker's yes. released everything else here. Do you have a DS? Uh, do I? Of course I have a DS. Okay. I'm a Nintendo fanboy, sorry. <laughs> who doesn't have a DS? Or yeah, who doesn't really have a DS? At this point in time in, in, in gaming, if you don't have a DS or a Wii, like, you're... There's something wrong with you. I, well, if you don't have a Wii, it's because you if you don't have a Wii, you wait outside find for three hours. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's not true. Everyone says that, but I've been able to find Wiis all over the place, mostly because I know a lot of uh, district managers for GameStop. Oh. Well, <laughs> what's, you're in you're in Seattle, right, John? Uh, no, I'm in uh, Los Angeles. Oh, sorry, but okay, so you're still on the coast, though. He's in Seattle, he couldn't find one. It, you try and come out to a place like Madison, Wisconsin, where I'm at, and uh, it gets harder. <laughs> for Rochester, Michigan. Yeah. Except I mean, for Buckman. They don't tend to keep us I as heavily stocked. I don't think we in Brandon in weeks. Well, yeah, but you're Canada. Nobody cares. Had... <laughs> <laughs> I'll go back to my corner now. <laughs> no. Um, Hopefully Nintendo won't keep stockpiling Wii's to make big, uh, big months and... You don't really believe well, that, do you? I, I believe I they skim they some off the top ever, in, in order to make a month like November and December, because you don't just go from 500,000 units where they're sold out everywhere to a million. I, I think, though, one of the problems is, is they're having an issue actually manufacturing the processor. The processor can't come out of manufacturing quick enough for the systems right. to be able to launch. But, so mean, they have the rest of the system sitting, sitting ready to get ready to launch, but it's not ready because of the manufacturer. And that's an issue that they should be solving, and it doesn't look like they are. But I mean, is the, is the assertion then GameCube that GameCube processors yeah, together and throw it in there? Yeah, that's the, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, is the idea that somehow one month they didn't have this problem, so all of a sudden they were able to do a million units a month? I mean, they haven't really added any true production capacity. They won't make any new factories because they're sure it's a fad that's going to spit right. out at some point, and they yeah. don't want another GameCube on their hands. So, ah. At the same time, though, they open really, really blame them. For, for actually saving their... I don't blame them. I just think it happened, and I'm hoping they won't do it now since it's not I mean, holiday I just, time. <laughs> honestly, I think that's a conscientious move on their part because mm. the demand is already ridiculous. I mean, in the UK, and um, they've started to do it here in Canada too, they've actually started replacing me ads with the assets to try to actually tone down the hype for the week. And so, I mean, I actually think it's a really um, positive move that they actually took some time to store some of them up and have that release in November and December when, you know, not only is the demand high, but it's starting to yeah, spike but on top of high demand. What is the financial benefit to in, doing that for yourself? That's the point. There's that is entirely the point. There is no financial benefit. If no, they have I'm put saying out- the only benefit to doing that is financial. It's in order to have a good holiday quarter. If otherwise, you just release them out in the summer. There is no financial benefit because it doesn't matter if they sold it in November or in June. Oh, it sure does think- for their investors. It does for the investors. Not- yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah it actually, does. No. <laughs> 
what? That's, you have to make your holiday quarter predictions. You have to beat last year's holiday sales. And when you have a blowout sales quarter last year like you do with because of the Wii, the only way to do it again is to manufacture another big holiday sales quarter. At I was actually reading time, on a, a blog. I don't think that's the that only thing Nintendo's that drives them. Becoming a bit of a victim of their own success, their stock is going down yes. because investors can't don't believe that they can maintain this level of success that they've been doing so well that they just don't that investors don't believe it's maintainable. Especially and that was in Japan. Kind of interesting. Especially in Japan, Sorry, it's, it's actually it's better to have a. Um, a uh, smooth, uh, gradual increase than it is to have a spike at a certain time every year, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of, kind of hurting. Yeah. Like they just said, it's hurting Nintendo by doing that. I really doubt that they're doing that. It's, it's not very beneficial for them. And then Nintendo also likes to dabble in foreign currency, especially like U.S. currency, which, as all Americans know, is not worth the papers printed on these days. So that also is, is really hurt Nintendo's. We're uh, still better than the yen. What are you talking about? No. What? <laughs> One fifteen yen to the dollar. We're still better than the yen. How is that? Well, better? that's just oh, Canada. that's the way that they you know have set. No one cares about Canada. The oh, yen was a, when it was initially that's set was this, was set at three hundred and sixty yen per dollar was the way it started off. It has never been that high. Yeah, it was. Look back at your Japanese history when they initially. How far started, back do I have to go? When they first. That Canadian dollar was just owning the American dollar? We don't care about Canada. What does that have about Japan right now? Anyways, even just four or five years ago, when I moved to Japan, the yen was 140 yen on the dollar, and now it's only 120 because you don't need, because the dollar's getting weaker. Okay. So, the point being that there was the a Wii is doing well, <laughs> and hopefully there will be more available and will continue to be available, and I will be wrong about their stockpiling for the holidays, and that would be wonderful. And and if you don't have a DS, you should get one. And if you don't have a Wii, you should seriously consider if Mario and, and Zelda and Smash Brothers are enough, but to wait out in the Smash Brothers is enough all by itself. Yeah, there should be no I question. I don't think it is for a everybody. Wii game but, of the um, year, yeah. Area oh my God, seriously. Target Terror. We don't oh, you're crazy. Games. You're what? crazy. I, I, I would love to have Smash that Brothers. game, but how do you justify a $250 system for a handful of games? Oh, are you kidding me? Smash are you Brothers kidding me? Is are you kidding me? I playing playing Smash Brothers Brawl at Eferol was absolutely amazing. Like people were waiting in line for hours. The game is is it fun to play by yourself? Above. Yes, it was fun to play just to play. I mean, Smash Brothers is fun to play by yourself anyway, I, in my personal opinion. I always did. So, I don't know. I, I think it's... Online play. Online play. Online, online play. What do you right. mean? Online yeah. play. That's all you need. But we don't know if it's good online play yet, do we? It is good Yes, they do. They said they're it's not, not going to do it yet. unless it's good, so you know they're going to do it. You know, it, oh, it doesn't well, even matter to, if it's going to be good online play. If they're going to let me and three of my friends fight together online, that's all I care about. All right. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. Exactly. I, it just seems to me that you know, if you have a limited budget, just a you should pessimist. have. No, if you have a limited budget, you have to look at you know a system that makes sure you have an, you know, who's going to have all the games you want to play. Okay, and if you're on a limited budget, then you're already buying the cheapest console, which is already the Wii. So correct, you're already ahead of the game. Right, and I think a lot of the all in the Wii cheaper than an Xbox or the PS3. An Xbox and I, I is only twenty bucks more. Peripherals on top of the cost of the console. 
because yeah. it is still cheaper to buy a Wiimote and a Nunchuck than it is to buy a PS3 controller here. It's, it's 60 ridiculous. bucks to buy a Wiimote and a Nunchuck. Exactly. Oh, it's, it's still $60 to buy a PS3 controller. In America, it's Does it have the new stuff yet? Not in America. Controller. No. Yeah, not in America. 70 40 for the for the Wiimote and 30 for the Nunchuck. When did your Nunchuck you go to 30 or it's 20? What? Was it twenty? Yeah, 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 okay. Anyway, yeah, it, 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 <laughs> yeah, so in Canada it's a little bit cheaper, and I'm not, I never I wasn't asserting the PS3, but uh, I, you got to make sure the games are what you want to play, and that they have the ones you want, and it fits into your budget. And I just don't know. Do you, do you really want a system that you play once a that quarter? Ash <laughs> Brothers. Once you play, you're gonna be I, playing every day. Okay. I think though. Exactly. I think the the added bonus with uh, Nintendo, and it's kind of what got the DS over and the GBA over, is they also have their whole backlog of games, and they've been doing a fabulous job with the uh, um, Wii console and and adding all these new games from the Turbo Graphics 16 and the Sega Genesis, and every every week, you know, you log in and there's new games there. I, 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 I don't know. I think. Are you playing them? What. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm waiting for new games to come out on the Wii console. I, I there's so many great things on there. It's yeah. They're... Nice. I guess I just don't find myself playing the Wii much, other than like these big AAA titles, and it's like, well, it's great. I have all these the first-party games. Every I don't week play, we you know? go, what you play, and you play the same games. <laughs> okay. And and they all start with wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, like you don't either. Come on. Yeah, he plays eleven. I don't play WoW. Yeah, you play Final yeah, Fantasy eleven. So, yeah, it's the same thing. Oh, same difference. <laughs> <laughs> if it's yeah, not it sword, he doesn't care. Exactly. Uh, well, you know, bias. we have our own. All right. You talk about bias. Well, this is good. I'm glad we've had some good because the we needed more public positive press, so I'm glad we were able to give it some. Um, yeah, we needed it. more positive. <laughs> <laughs> If I could go out and buy one now, I would be worried about their positive press. But I haven't seen one in weeks. I know. Yeah, I, I, I see one every day. I, I guess I just don't feel TV. like we're at the point where we can rest easy about the Wii. I don't think we've escaped the GameCube shadow yet. So I'm, I, I, I really, I, I really want to see these third parties. Haven't we already eclipsed the GameCube sales? Yeah, maybe, but that's yes. not important if it's going to yeah. be the same thing where you only have a strong first party and no strong third parties. I mean, Capcom seems to be the only one who's performing well first party. right now. And I mean, let's face it, Nintendo has put a lot more first-party effort into the Wii than I really saw into the GameCube. Mm-hmm. And if I, you're going to argue with me about that, I'm going to kick you. And I think Nintendo has a whole lot of uh, uh, third-party support coming along, coming down the line. I mean, even with the the new, uh, they're talking about with the new DS, they're going to have uh, connectivity with the Wii uh, console and being able to download games of the Wii with, on your DS. Actually, I that's mean, not that was that's not that's not true. That was a mistake on the New York Times part, who already had to have a correction to a correction on the spelling of of Reggie's name. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, fun too. Really. Yeah. yeah, that was nice. They ran a correction, and then they had to run a correction to the correction. The, but, so wow. The, the okay. DS download is still... The DS download channel is coming, though. They did announce that a while back. It's yeah. for Japan. not full games. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. but it's still something. It's something, but... It means I don't have to go to the EB Games and stand around while I download the game. Yeah, that article is awful, awfully be- written anyway. It sounded like they were talking about a new DS part with the way the writer had originally written it. It was just... That's how I heard it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, great, another DS. Did they? Did Reggie really just announce that? No, 
<laughs> Reggie's like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Damage control. <laughs> so cool. Well, I will I will make an effort to play some Zack and Wiki and get a better feeling for the third parties <laughs> and, and be happier about the everything. So you still play Galaxy? Um yeah, hey, I haven't finished Galaxy. Yet. I, I love Galaxy, but I, like I said, I'm worried no, about the third-party situation because it's like the GameCube. They keep promising the third parties are coming, and I wanna, I wanna be at the point where they're here already. <laughs> well, they are. You have such classics as, as Cruising, and now you're gonna get <laughs> Area 51 Target Terror. Yeah, so it's well, amazing. You bought me Pokemon Snap for Christmas. Mm, that's that's not. But that's first party. party. And you guys oh, were saying <laughs> <Right there. laughs> Pokemon Snap. That's all that matters. Who wants Pokemon? <laughs> there you go. There is your game. Cruising. Yeah. It's cruising. That, have, you're right. Um, <laughs> didn't they have Guitar Hero 3 for the Wii? They did. So that's that's a good yes, sign. In mono. Yeah. In mono. In glorious yeah, mono oral sound. <laughs> that, that was... I, I, I had to say, I actually didn't buy it for the Wii. I bought it for the PS3 uh, because I found that out. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you still bought it. Yeah. yeah, but just not for the Wii. Yeah, usually right. I, I, we were talking I've been about the Wii, <laughs> multi-platform games. I've been preferencing <laughs> on for the Wii for a while now, and that was the first one in a long time that I actually really? went for the uh, PS3. Yeah, what what multi-platform that... games have you had the choice of the Wii on besides Guitar Hero and like Call of Duty? Well, I mean, there was Marvel Ultimate Alliance and Marvel. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, several of oh god, do you not have okay. an HD TV? No, I do. Yeah. Oh, but... But you'd still buy the Wii. You just doing the 480p. Huh? Uh, well, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I mean, with the with the Wii, it's actually a very different gameplay than oh, it is on okay. PS3 and. Uh, but like, um, which is why most of the time, so good. <laughs> if you haven't played it, if you haven't played it on the Wii, I highly suggest it. It's a lot of fun on the Wii, especially cool. if you're playing with other people. Nice. Yeah, like nice. even Carlisle was talking about like how different it was. Didn't Carlisle review like both the 360 and the Wii version? I seem to remember some Ultimate Alliance. That's that's the which one is that? I can't even keep all those Marvel beat 'em ups straight. Most recent. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the most recent. One. I'm I'm just wondering if that's the one I got packed in with my uh, 360. It is. That's the one that got packed in, and I promptly returned for it and the other game for a thirty dollars trading credit. Mm, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you returned Forza too? Oh, you shouldn't have done that. That's a good game. Yeah, Forza uh, I, was a I really good game. It. Yeah. Well, if you returned any two Xbox 360 games, you get an extra ten dollars. Uh, and I asked them, "Well, how much would you take for them?" They said, "Well, for both of them, we'll give you fifteen dollars." <laughs> like, well, what if I do it separately? And they're like, "Well, Forza's worth fifteen, Wait, Marvel's what? worth five, <laughs> and if you turn them both in separately, you get ten extra, so that's thirty. I'm like, okay, they'll um, give me fifteen for both of them or thirty for both of them. Yeah, I think I'll take the thirty. <laughs> wow." So you just had to come up with a separate case or something? Wow. No, I just said, look, you know, how about watch? I open. Oh, you this use case, logic I on them. One nice. disc. I just give you this disc. I'll take. Well, usually doesn't work there. So I'm and then glad it that works. <laughs> I'm trading this game in. Also, I would All like right. trading credit for this. Oh wow, that's two games. I qualify for. 10 <laughs> did you actually dollars. give him the sarcastic and biting yes, overtones? Of course oh. he did. It's Jay. What else would he answer? I'm, I'm surprised that he because. Even... Didn't you know what? You I worked for three years, and you get some really stupid employees there. <laughs> <sighs> Though I would like to say, 
since all right, so now the opportunity's presented itself. We usually rag on EB Games here. I'd like to give a plug to my local EB game or my local GameSpot for being having a good manager who actually Stop. cares about customer service and like does stuff GameStop. for his customers. Yeah, it's a GameStop. They're all the same company. Manager, you said GameSpot again. Sorry, GameStop. Sorry. <laughs> and I, I appreciate it. they do a lot of stuff for me, and I really appreciate them. Yep. So. And, f- and then there are the like stores that don't do anything for you and have really bad employees, and they suck. But for the ones that have I'd good like employees, to employees awesome. they just don't do anything special. It's like, you know, if if, they, if all the stores had managers like this one had, who go out of their way to, like, order games that they messed up and your pre-order on and, like, get them in from other states for you, if they all had that, that kind of service, like, game, nobody would be complaining about them. I mean, that's where they're really missing their niche, just having that excellent customer service. That's where they can excel, much more than, like, a Best Buy in a Circuit City. See, the EBs around here would be really good if we didn't have a total dork for a district manager. I'm sorry. The mm. man at told me that I would have to wear gloves. Oh, what? Because we weren't allowed having visible tattoos anymore. Oh, right. Wow. Even though it was a gaming tattoo. That's, that's a, like that's shutter, utter silence there for a minute. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, you have a heartless tattoo on your hand, right? Yeah, yes, I don't I do. see why Heartless would, that would be bad. Well, he probably didn't recognize I mean, it. I, <laughs> and I mean, so that, that was the entire point that I made to him. It's like, I'm sorry, I have three video game related tattoos. And he doesn't care. He, he didn't care if I was wearing capris, which showed off the two tattoos on my legs, which is uh, a Harvest Moon cow and uh, Jack Frost Matlas, for those who haven't seen the pictures. But he cared about the one on my hand. Which That's is weird. what just boggles my the, mind. The hand is the one that people see when you're all like on the, above the counter and thing. I mean, I could see where that could be a policy oh, issue. He had some policy. It was, was like, down, but if it right. was like snakes crawling out of a bloody skull or something, I would see the objection. <laughs> but it's the heartless crest. I mean, come on. No, and he was being heartless. I, oh well. He's he's. Oh yeah. See, bad pun. Oh, well, that was we nice. Move on though. Um. Next news story. <laughs> now that we've had our industry commentary section, the last news story. Ne- yeah, yes. Um, related to our guest, uh, New Sword of New World has been having a New Year's event uh, with like uh, what? What was it? Lots of. Uh, sorry, I have it all written down here, and I can't. <laughs> I should edit this and make myself sound better. Why don't you summarize it for us? You know what you know what's sure. going on. <laughs> we had a, a a huge holiday event uh, that started back in middle of December uh, with a, a two times XP uh, event, and we had new costumes and a cash shop sale and a whole lot of craziness. Jack Frost showed up for a little bit, and uh, we're actually I, I think your news article was saying that our XP event ends on the eighth of this month, which it doesn't. Ah. We actually yeah. haven't released a, a date that the XP event's going to end on yet, so it's going to be it's going to stay stick around at least till two point four. That, that's it, what Micah told me originally. So we we can uh, I'll send Strain an email. We'll have to issue a you know it, it's actually it's actually not Micah's fault. Um, there things happen <laughs> when that press release was created. Uh, that was the plan, and then things happen, and we decided to change up some of the stuff. And so yeah, it's great because well, the original. Uh, the original press release that went out also had a typo. Because the yeah. original press release said 20% DXP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get 20% XP for the next week. Okay. Oh, no, I mean, it's a challenge. It was originally impressed as a 20% bonus. So oh, we would okay. have 120% DXP. And then it was, no, 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 no. We're going to have 200% base EXP. Yeah. So, yeah. Although that, that, it broke the combat manual. 
Uh, are you sure? We actually we weren't able to duplicate that issue. Um, really? IMC okay. said the same thing. Yeah, I, I, our, I think though, what's confusing is the way that our combat manuals are calculated isn't the same as they're calculated in other versions. So I think a lot of people were confused with how they they stack. Yeah, and I mean, of course, with any game mechanic, there's no official statement on it. So I mean, (laughs) I'm I'm the one that always says that the combat manuals are always placed last. But I mean, for all I know, that is completely incorrect. And at this point, looking at how this 200% experience event has been going, I actually think I am wrong. I think it's one of the first things it's actually put on. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You can think whatever you want. (laughs) New topic time. Oh, Oh, yeah. I I would love to be able to talk about that. But if I did, uh, Haku Kim himself would come and kill me. <laughs> so you can't I guess I'm not understanding the intricacies of this. <laughs> All right. Just like trying to understand a weapon skill. Damage. I'll just let it go. <laughs> yeah, it's We can't release but, certain details of how the experience works. Okay. <laughs> well, almost every single MMO yeah. has uh like a standard policy of this game mechanic we will not discuss. Mm-hmm. I mean, Why? Blizzard has it, Spiranix has it. So you can't find exploits. They have <laughs> I, you know what, I don't know why they do it, but every single MMO I can possibly think of has it. One of the big issues, at, one of the reasons why uh, a lot of things are, like that are kept under wraps is because it's actually proprietary information. Um, they don't want to, we never want to talk about something that another development company can hear and then steal that idea. Um, and the way certain things work in our game are very vastly different from a lot of other games. And there's one game in particular who has done several things that, um, that have been very interestingly similar to, uh, what was in development when, uh, sort of, uh, sort of the new world in Granada Spada were, was originally released. So it's kind of gotten to the point where the development company doesn't want to release a lot of information about what we're doing. Hmm. So, you know, see that sort, that explanation makes total sense. Mm-hmm. In time, yeah. the typical, you know, layman player just doesn't know about that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the problem. Is that I don't think a lot of people play games. Period. I mean, I don't I think just, it's a. I don't think it's a small thing. It's just not everybody understands the concept of proprietary. <laughs> <laughs> it's a word that I can't pronounce. <laughs> you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? No. All right. <laughs> Whoa. No, okay. No, so, this is not a rush hour podcast. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> I just I can't see how. It, how you are assigned experience points it would be such a, a difficult. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. System I, that people would have to keep because in because it's a formula. Well, I mean, in order to explain it, he'd have to give it away. Is the problem <laughs> exactly? <laughs> it's like it really is a catch twenty two. And honestly, with what we're actually talking about, this the the issue isn't necessarily the formula. It's actually one of the specific numbers that we can't say. Ah. So there's a number in the formula that if we give you, <laughs> it's, yes. like that, it's like that uh, patented DVD key. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. We own this prime number. <laughs> Can't release it to anybody. Yeah. Okay, so attached with the holiday of the new world, uh, yes. you, you said that you know, this, this experience is going forward to manifest destiny. So do we get to talk about that now? 
So I'm really excited about manifesting. Yes, this is why I'm, John is I'm, here. So we should definitely get into this now. <laughs> I'm very s- yes, please. <laughs> I'm sad in the pants. You didn't choose my expansion. Yeah, it's actually really kind of funny, and I, I think I, I kind of edged out early when we put that post up. Uh, as soon as I saw Manifest Destiny, I, I pretty much knew that was going to be the name of the expansion. I know. Um, as soon as I, was like, oh, I just got totally owned. <laughs> yeah, it was like the third post too. So, so, so pretty wait, much everything they, else below it was. There was a there was a a board thread asking for ideas for the names then. Or yeah, it was yeah. it was a board thread of name name yours expansion, and ah. I was just like, what what was my Mine was like the wilds beyond, or something like that. Yeah, just because. We, yeah, I'm sorry, I gotta go with Manifest out. Destiny on that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there were some really good good ones. Um, it's just um, for for a lot of people weren't looking necessarily at the entire expansion because because of the way the expansion is going to be rolled out, um, they didn't necessarily label that, and uh, a, a lot of people didn't actually know a lot of what else was coming. So. Um, but Manifest Destiny really just put the spin on exactly where the storyline's going, where the game's going, and, and where the pioneers will be going in the, in the future coming months and weeks. So, And it sounds awesome. That helps, too. I'm, I'm getting all excited just, just listening to the vague descriptions. <laughs> okay, I'm really inspired. So yeah, I, I actually think... put up... Uh... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> okay, wow. sorry. I I think uh, Manifest Destiny is is our it's going to be our first expansion. Um, our currently the plans are the the next updates will come as expansions like Manifest Destiny. So um, we're hoping to have at least two a year. Um, IMC Games is actually planning on some really major things happening later this year that uh, we'll be able to talk about this summer but uh we're, we're already working on the next expansion <laughs> and and getting that re- up and ready and ready to go so there's there's a lot more coming than just manifest destiny that sounds like i'm tony sounds like i'm talking to soe suddenly <laughs> <laughs> we can't actually tell you like the expansion <laughs> isn't out yet but we are telling you there will be another one there uh, will so- be another one yes <laughs> For an MMO, what a shock. It, I, for an MMO, what a shock. But it's just really funny to, to see Asa wow. talk about it. it yeah. yeah. yeah so, and, and I think for, for free-to-play MMO, it's kind of it's it's kind of different to see as much development still going on for, for them. Um, most other free-to-play MMOs don't have as much development going on. I mean, uh, IMC Games, literally every month, they're working on a new patch, new ideas, and, and new things. Um, they're, they're working on an upgrade to the I'll say they're working on an upgrade to the MCC that I think a lot of people will have Woo-hoo! fun with. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see what happens with that and, and other really cool things and ideas that they have. They're they're very committed to the game. And some of you may have seen some screenshots that IMC Games released uh, last or late late last year um, with a new uh, a new graphic engine that they're working on uh, for a, a, a game related to sort of the new world. And so there's a lot of great yeah. things that they're working on people are calling it e2 but sure it's actually going to be ge2 uh my translation of 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 the document wasn't uh the didn't have the information that was published i guess uh i sorry can you explain i think there is something lost in translation there but can you explain um, what ge is i'm oh sorry i'm i'm sorry i'm I'm slow on the the the, uh, acronyms The, the game that we play, Sword of the New World, is just one version. Ah. There are other versions in different areas of the world, and they are localized and handled by different companies. 
And so we're if you the boards, you'll find like six banned people who are like, you should join the, the Singapore GE because it's so much better. It sucks. And yeah, yeah they quickly lose interest. <laughs> yeah, we, so we we got together. I don't know. Um, about a month ago, and I threw up a question. Uh, how did I word this? It was like, if you had 30 minutes alone with K2, what would you ask them about S.W.O.R.D. and the upcoming expansion? Mm-hmm. And um, maybe we can talk about some of these questions. Sure. Uh, some of the... I think uh, the one thing that's on everybody's mind is the cash shop. Um, have you guys set a price for the expert scrolls yet? Uh, the expert scrolls won't be in game at launch. Uh, we don't feel we have enough players ready for it. Uh, it'll probably be released sometime in uh, February. Uh, when the expert scrolls are released, the price on veteran scrolls will be dropped, and most likely veteran scrolls will be made uh, tradable. Um, the price for expert scrolls will probably um, be the same as the current price for um, veteran scrolls. Um, that's, that's what we're looking at. Right. So, so to explain... Um, to the people who didn't end up getting to level 100, and for Jordan and Sean, because they haven't played, you uh, you level from 1 to 100. And there's no restrictions. And actually, if you choose to never spend a dime on the game, you can stay at level 100 and do um, like 90% of the better of the end game content. Like I started actually raiding when I was level 60. Yeah. Um, and I had not spent any of the money point. You can opt to, once you're level 100, spend... Um, I think it's like 20 characters, and upgrade them to veteran. And once you become a veteran, you get one stat point to spend anywhere you want. And on a 1 to 10 scale, one point is a big deal. And then you get to keep on leveling. Leveling is painfully slow. But every 10% is approximately one level. So if you're 50% into veteran you are basically equivalent to a level 105 character. Uh-huh. And Fair veteran right. is just... Yeah. That veteran is just the first of these steps that you can take after you get level 100. And what it is... The zones are like 120 or something. Exactly. So you would have to be... Well, number one, you'd probably raid those zones. Yeah. Um, yeah, even pretty if you much. Were, you know, even if you were a full expert, you'd probably raid at level 100. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's, also... That's Go ahead. One thing with the, the Manifest Destiny expansion is there's a lot more content for veteran-level players, which is one of the big reasons why we're, we're probably going to change the, the tradability of that, that uh, veteran scroll cash-up item. So. Okay. Um, the... I think one of the other, I think, big, big interest is, is can we talk about Angie for a minute? Because sure. from from the other versions, there is all sorts of speculation about exactly how many scrolls she's going to need. And scrolls are another cash shop item. She's a cash shop UPC, same as Erwin. So do we have an idea in our version how many scrolls she's going to need? And so do we have sort of like an approximate price of that character yet? Um, she, she will be very similar to what other versions have. Um, 
the price on a lot a lot of the items uh, have been adjusted as most people have seen in the in the the sale um we're probably well we we have a meeting on this next week about whether or not we're going to keep that cash pricing because we think it works so well um a lot of people liked it and maybe we'll we'll keep a lot of those so but a lot of those items specifically the items we know that people are going to be using for um for quests are probably going to have their prices adjusted from what they were um before the cash up sale um down. Uh, I don't have a specific um, price line on them, but most of the UPCs are going to be going for about $12 to anywhere from $12 to $20. Um, that's pretty much intended. It's it's what it is in other versions, and we're going to stick to that. Okay. Um, ha- have website been updated with a full cash shop listing yet? I haven't seen that. <laughs> uh, the current cash shop prices aren't updated on the website yet. Um, we're okay. actually... The gamers first portal is going to come out, and so there's going to be a couple changes to what we're doing when that happens, and and that'll be updated then. Okay. So, how are ninja monkeys trained? <laughs> ninja monkeys. You know, what, the, what is this about ninja monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> That's, awesome. That's uh, a <laughs> that would that would actually be something that uh, I think Phil and uh, and uh, and. Uh, Phantom and and uh, and some of the other uh, GMs would have to tell you about because I I, I don't know they they don't keep me in the loop on all the uh, training of ninja monkeys, but we do have a full staff of ninja monkeys so that's that's good. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, Phil, um, he's the head of game operations. He's our associate producer of operations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, he wasn't able to make it today, which makes me sad because he is yeah. really a character. He was supposed to, but he then he's a loser. <laughs> 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 How do you double book yourself on a Saturday? He's a loser. That is, that is like, <laughs> that is like the question I think is Seriously, that's um, what I said, too. Yeah, we're, we're way cooler. So you're going to have to tell him how much fun he missed. See, I, I will. Um, I'm going to call him right after I'm done. U- UPCs, <laughs> the, the unique player characters, um, are the storyline characters that you get from quests. And there's always talk of, are we going to be able to um, create our own? Is there going to, and, and that's kind of a two-pronged question. It's a, are we going to have a North American ex- or a board exclusive PC? Um, and are, is there ever, do you think they're ever going to hold a contest to design a UPC? Um, okay, that's a loaded question. Uh we do, we are still very interested in having a um, North American specific UPC. Um, however, that we have an idea of what we we would like to bring uh, and what we think our, our our players would like. We've actually gotten a lot of input already that players don't even know that we've been taking from them uh, about it. Um, it's something though that IMC has to balance because uh, when the UPC is is put in game, it's it's going to be exclusive for the North America for a certain period of time, um, and, and then uh, other versions will get it. So it still has to be balanced, kind of like Irwin was for Taiwan or, or, or Thailand. Um, so I, it's possible. Um, it's always possible. Anything's possible, um, and I don't know that we'll have a contest for um, designing it. Uh, we may put up some suggestions or, or ideas that IMC has and, and let the players pick. Um, but for the most part, it's going to be pretty tightly controlled by IMC. Okay. Um, now, you guys just opened up a YouTube channel not that long ago. Yes, we did. And so if 
the if listeners are interested, you go to YouTube and you you look for the Sword of the New World channel. There's some very interesting videos up there, and I think one that caught everybody's eyes and caused uh, just a storm of interest on the forums was you put up um, musketeer video, uh-huh. and he had some really crazy weapons. They yes, had these phenomenal glow effects on them. Now there you can, are. You yeah, it glows on weapons, typically, um, by, by enhancing them. They have a chance to break, so risk. But if you have these really nice enchanted weapons, not only do they show, and that's good for EP, but they're really, really nice weapons for your character. But this glow is beyond anything I've ever seen in game. Yes, uh, currently uh, a lot of what a lot of players saw. Um, we're going to have a little bit more of that as we uh, we're about. We're, I'm actually working on the Ice Wizard Tower vis- video for uh, a lot of players who haven't seen that yet. Um, there are a lot of items in game uh, that are craft- crafted and dropped that have special um, attributes, and those attributes allow um, uh, allow different glows. So it's actually uh, a mechanic that a lot of players haven't got to yet. Uh, and I, I think we'll probably see a lot more of that as we get into the Manifest Destiny expansion and, and start releasing different areas. But yeah, <laughs> it'll be a lot of fun. That sounds really interesting. Um, so I think the last set of questions that were uh, that were really some of the gameplay questions. Um, right now we have what's called Lock Defend Mode, and Chris and Michael, you're familiar with this. That's the... This is, um, this is if you leave your characters... Right? Yeah, it's it's that you can leave your characters and walk away, and they do their own thing, sort well, of. Deal. Except that they don't just stay there like they should. <laughs> right. They, they that, get yeah. bored or they get knocked bored. down, and then they're like, "Oh, let's just wander off and get died." No, whatever. <laughs> but I mean, I, I didn't that, want XP today anyway. <laughs> you warriors, stupid! That's all there is to your yeah, fighters. Basically, stupid. yeah. No, what happened is the whole party would get knocked down, and they'd all run off and die. And I'm just like, yeah, screw it. <laughs> But now, anyway, I, yes, you have lock defend mode, which when when it's working is is exactly that you stay there and yes, okay. Yeah, is being taken out. Um, Manifest Destiny is going to bring our client closer to the Korean version, and I've been saying this for a while, and I, I will officially make it clear: um, the adjustments that we made uh, when we launched sort of the new world are being removed. Um, the reasoning behind this is that we're currently, right now, the, the reason why it's taken so long for us to get our version of uh, the expansion is because of those adjustments. Um, by removing these um, aspects of the game, IMC can now balance our game the same as theirs, and they don't have to rebalance and, and redesign things specifically for S.W.O.R.D., which pr- makes it a lot quicker for us to... Uh, to update to the new expansions, um, which has been a, a primary concern of ours for several months now. So um, things like um, being able to view... Other- I'm sorry? It's the concern of the players, too. Yeah. Um, so things like being able to view other players' levels is going to be leaving. Um, we're going to get the base costume design uh, where when you put on armor, it changes your appearance. And then uh, if you can get a costume to overwrite that armor appearance, um, our character creation will be changing. Um, that's one that I actually was most upset with. Um, but 
Uh, it is something that will be changing. Uh, it's actually the major issue that we're, we've been having with uh, updating the version, and so it's it's got to go. Um, so there are a lot of really cool things that we did, but unfortunately, it just it doesn't seem logical for us to keep these few changes to um, to to delay by two and three months, which is what IMC is quoting. Um, it's going to happen if we do. So we're just going to get rid of them. But that said. Um, the one thing that is going to say is we're we're not planning on, on in reintroducing the the personal shop. Um, we really don't feel that it's it's a very necessary part of the game mechanics, and uh, so IMC has agreed to let us uh, remove that. So that'll be removed. But so you Final Fantasy Eleven players? Eh. I don't understand <laughs> yeah. what the personal shop is, so I don't know what that means. Standing. It's it's the Final Fantasy Eleven thing. What does that mean? Bizarre, thank you. You sit your character down, you walk away from the game. Okay, so yeah. we're not getting it. So we're not going to have it, and that's good for us? Yes. Well, the the thing is, and I, I, it's kind of my personal opinion on the matter, is I, I've always um, logged into a lot of different, and it usually happens, except for Final Fantasy XI, it's usually something very um, big in, in free-to-play games. Uh-huh. And you log into the city, and there are billions of people just standing around not doing anything just lagging up the servers (laughs) um we have an auction house we have a marketplace so um there really isn't a reason to have that we're actually pushing imc to try and increase the number of items that can be placed on the marketplace as well but um i I want the i want the change where my money doesn't disappear if i don't go pick it up uh. (laughs) (laughs) what oh on the on the marketplace oh yeah Uh, that's yeah that's something that um, IMC, there'll, there'll be a couple of marketplace changes later on down the road um, in, in one of the next expe- the, in one of the next patches for the game. Um, that's something IMC is aware was, of already. That was really discouraging. I went back after, uh, I think it was eight or nine days, and it's like, there's yeah. nothing there. And I'm like, but my stuff sold. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah, it, it's, it's something that we, we try to make as, as apparent as possible when you're putting things on there because it's it's really important to know that if you don't pick that up, it goes away. So, um, they do that in World of Warcraft, yeah, too, was, actually. It's I was just, just out of town or something, and I came back and I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the thing that I do. That's one of my biggest, biggest complaints about Sword is Sword professes itself to be a casual game, and it is. At the same time, there are these kind of niggling little things where it's like, well, if I don't pick up my options in a week, they go poof. Well, that's not terribly casual, you know, friendly, passionate, yeah. weak, casual yeah. gamer. Well, you if you're know. taking away AFK leveling, too, that's like, really not helping. <laughs> like, how can you not log in once a week? And it's like, well, you know, Michael is a full-time gamer. I mean, he, you know, seven days a week, he's playing games. And, you know, there was an instance where Michael didn't log in for a week. I haven't logged in in almost two weeks just because of all the crap that's been going on in real life for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, yeah we, we, we're aware of the concern. Um, IMC is aware of the concern as well. Their players said the same thing as we, we told them our players are saying. Um, so they're definitely going to look at how the marketplace works Um in, in relation to time periods and and stuff like that. Items will probably still be lost, I'm sure, because it's it's something that has to happen on the server end, um, but it's not going to be nearly as, as, as short as it is now, hopefully. so. I don't, I don't even see why it has to be happened. I can understand it has to fall out of the marketplace, but it should be able to sit in storage without an issue. Well, the problem is it can't sit in storage without an issue forever. Um, and so at some point, it's going to have to be removed. Um, the database just can't 
handle all of i mean we're we're talking thousands and thousands of players who are, are leaving if, 10 plus items if, in their shop yeah but what if you um you had it in there and then after 30 days it kicked it back to the wagon it's it's the not the wagon holds hundreds of items it's it's not functionality that's currently in game so, like I said, IMC is aware of the concern, and they're they're looking into it. But um, what, what you're asking isn't um, tech, isn't functionality in the game yet, um, and it mm-hmm. may not be possible. But um, they're looking at other options. So, um, it's 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 a difficult situation that I, I'm sure IMC's been put in positions like this before, and they've come up with really good ideas. So, hopefully, we'll we'll see something um, in the next expansion with it that solves this issue. So, and I mean, bear in mind that, you know, uh, I don't know if Final Fantasy XI has the same thing, but WoW does, where if you don't pick up your mail within yeah. the certain amount of time, that item doesn't get kicked to your bank. It disappears. Yeah, it's the same I mean, thing, basically. No, yeah, it's, like, it's, but it's in eleven. that's not there. I went away for 11 and a half. I know, it's not an 11, but it is yeah, in this game. That's, I mean, they're, that's they're an 11 thing, differently, but so. <laughs> I'm just pointing out that, you know, this isn't like a sword-only issue. This yeah. is something that it exists in other... Yeah. popular all depends on how they develop their their databases and all that stuff exactly. so um exactly. so what i wanted to what i wanted to to touch back on though is something about the costume system because i didn't understand um one of the things that was being taken out here so i mean are are basically the character outfits changing for the us version or is this something extra with just mm-hmm. the costume system changing Right. When um, players log in to um, the Manifest Destiny expansion, their characters will revert to the base character costume. Okay. Um, at character creation currently, you can choose different costumes. Um, that's going away. So when oh, you log okay. in, your characters will have <gasps> a base character costume. I see. Unless you're wearing armor, and your armor then will overwrite whatever the base character costume is. Mm-hmm. Or if you're wearing a costume, and the costume will overwrite the armor. So all those choices they had, like when when I chose the elementalist, and you had like the fourteen different colors or whatever, all those are gone. Those or are will are be gone. Yeah, you'll still be able to get costumes like that in game. Uh, it's 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 actually really easy to get those costumes. There are already a lot of them on the servers already, and um, we we give out probably about a thousand a week. Hmm. Um, so there are a lot of costumes already in game, but um, so it's that, just a different that way functionality. To get them. Yeah. And now, yeah. when you change your armor, by default, it'll change your look. Then, right? Which wasn't so the case which is, now, right? Which well, is I kind of not a bad thing, yeah. because it's something that people have been requesting. Ever. Yeah, I, I actually kind of like that. Then, if if the armor yeah. changes my look, yeah. Yep, but and I, I mean, I, you know, Michael, don't be sad in the pants. I have every single elementalist costume sitting <laughs> in my wheel wagon. If you come back and play, I will give you one. Okay. There you go. Yay! <laughs> that'll, that'll be worth it. Right Crisis there. resolved. So, <laughs> so in fact, I think I have the. Uh, um, I bought a big combat package, and it had twenty Andre boxes, and Andre boxes randomly drop costumes. Yep. And it's like, how often do I play my elementalist? Uh, I, I don't even remember what level she is anymore. <laughs> but I mean, you play your elementals all the time because it's like, mm. no, <laughs> I love the magical power. And oh, it's the only magical, magical power. power! It's the only one who can actually stand there and kill something and not run off and die. Mm, oh, that's magical. not true. 
Oh. No, it is entirely true. It for is him. not for you, him. You get a, you get a, there's, there's the wizard with with its half power, and then there's the elementalist with the actual fire power, and then there's the knight who's an idiot, and then there's the healer who actually is, does does things but doesn't you know kill anyone, and then there's the rescue knight who is also an idiot. See the uh, the the healer can kill things if you don't heal. You can heal while the healer is killing things manually. Yes, I do it all the time. Well, yeah, but it's I'm not saying I wanted to play by itself. It's such a pain in the Honestly, though, manual healing until you've done it, like, a lot, is such a pain in the butt. And I mean, do it. when I first started sure. raiding, oh, I was just like, what do you mean, turn off lock defend mode? What are you talking about? It's <laughs> like, what do you mean I have to manually heal? Give me a break, guys. Yeah, like, hey, you're right. And then, you know, you, you do it once and you screw it up really bad. But I mean, you know, you do it a couple of times. And well, that won't be an option anymore, so now you'll have to learn it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, well, this is no. the thing that is, it's not good. Taking away lock, to lock defend mode does not kill the game. I'm sorry. Like, Cheesecake talked about how he idled for, like, 50 levels in the, in the Japanese version of G. Boy, but how do you heal if you don't have lock defend? Oh. Lock defend mode, healing healing doesn't affect lock defend mode. Oh, okay. um, the scout automatically will heal in any of the the heal the healing stances. Oh, okay. um, so it, that's not going to change. But okay. the, the the thing is, lock defend mode will not make your characters attack. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I think so. <laughs> that's what I thought. Oh wait, so they won't go out of their way. Oh, there's a defend mode where they will attack, but they don't move. Right. That's what I thought. They wait right. for the monster to they come wait. to you. So, I mean, you could still well, AFK, the whole... and then you just have to be in a safe zone where you can wander around a little, I guess. <laughs> right. It'd be nice if they could wander together. <laughs> what but happens is... is they're the aware of the issue, down. and I'm sure that... No. <laughs> no, 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 it's not an issue. It's a design. Yes. And what happens well, is, I... is the knight will wander off, and something else will attack the rest of the party, and the knight won't come back, and so it'll be up to... You know, because what happens is, is he'll go kill whatever he was chasing. His aggro zone will um, instigate at that point. He'll find something closest to him, and he'll go kill it, because now he's out of defend mode. I don't <laughs> <have> <laughs> rescue well, Knight is a girl! Yeah, well, you I'm could. Anyway, rescue Knight, I'm using Edward in this well, case. That doesn't matter to the yeah. discussion. Well, Edward's so. a retard, well, though. We've no, already guys, you can, guys, guys. You can also, I mean, you can stop the fighter from doing that by putting the fighter in hold mode. So you can have the no, fighter in hold if mode, he gets and then knocked down... He runs off. Out of- it breaks his hold mode, basically. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, so that's because you have lock defend mode off. Or slept. Yeah. Or turn, lock defend, no. turn lock defend mode off, and that won't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, that, they just that's actually an advantage to get rid of it. The lock defend what's happening mode. Because what's happening is you're putting your fighter in lock defend mode. I mean, in hold mode. But your team is in lock defend mode. So when the fighter gets knocked down, he automatically comes back up in lock defend mode. So he's no oh, longer in hold mode. Anymore. He doesn't come shield. up in lock defend. He comes up in uh, the one the mode comes where up in he aggro doesn't stay attack. still. He goes uh, the, yeah, the normal attack, which is the, which is the defend mode. Yeah. No, it's attack mode. No, that's actually there, defend there, mode. Oh, really? There, there are three modes. There, there, there are three modes. There's there's the harvesting mode. There's the uh, defend mode, and then there's the hold mode. So lock defend mode just locks the defend mode on. So when you're, you push a fighter in your in a hold mode, if you have lock defend mode on, whatever, if he ever gets knocked down or knocked out of hold mode, he's going to come back up and get back into defend mode because that's what he's assigned to do. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I've never turned that option on, and it's still, I don't know. Because I didn't even know what that option meant. Uh, I'm totally confused now as to what's going on at all. But... <laughs> all, all I was the point is when he gets when he gets knocked down now when the new expansion if he gets knocked down and comes back up is he gonna just hold his place or is he gonna See, run after an enemy and, and... He, no, if he if he gets knocked down he's just gonna stand there okay that's what I want them and to look pretty he's going to be no but he's not gonna attack either so if your other party members are getting hit he's just gonna stand there still right right so there's pretty much that that would kill AFK level so there's no auto attack there is but if you Oh, confused. If you get knocked down, you get knocked out of it, right? Tell me what the shield is. So that, in other words, you can't level in any place where you get knocked down if you want to AFK. That sort of, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's exactly. Or or slept, or casted on, or. At the same time, honestly, Michael, just because we were in Portobello doesn't mean that Portobello was the only zone we could have actually leveled. There are um, alternative level forties. I've done this in other levels, and they still get knocked down. Everything at that level range I was in would knock me down. It just annoyed me. The <laughs> spiders put you to sleep or stop you. Um, yeah. The turtles knock you well, back with. Forty and fifty is it's t- copy. Once you hit fifty, you 50 can go to sixty. Uh, well, why aren't you at a logo then? A logo, I was. you don't get down. And the experience in a logo is like amazingly slow compared to anywhere else. Well, but. That's not really something you have the right to complain of when you're being able to do it AFK. Ding, 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 ding. Oh. I I don't know. That's the trade-off, isn't it? <laughs> All right, fine. That's fair enough. As I said, I have seen space a lot of... But they're not getting enough out of it. <laughs> I'm not playing. I expect more experience. <laughs> And I mean, I think that's kind of the thing that a lot of the players aren't really tempering yet. And I mean, you know, anybody can fall privy to it. I did. I was just like, I walked away from the game for a couple of days back and I'm like, wow, I totally did not gain enough experience. I just walked away from the game for two days. I gained experience. I should be happy. Yeah, exactly. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. Wow. Yeah, you can't. I don't know any other games you can do that in. So, so did we... Uh, John, I was a big draw at the time because I was busy. Uh, John, oh, I want to make sure we've covered um, all the things you wanted to talk about in the new expansion. Have you have you had a chance to talk about them all? Do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, we talked a lot, a lot of it. I think more than just the expansion. One thing that I did want to say was uh, we're we're K two Network is moving towards a a new uh, unified uh, company uh, brand, um, the Gamers First brand. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. We actually trademarked this last year. Um, one of our our core. Uh, one of our core, uh, I don't know, the vision is that uh, we always put our gamers first, that they're always in control of what's happening with the games. Um, and we, we here in Sword, we've tried to do that as much as possible. I'm giving people the ability to the expansion um, and, and help us help them as much as we possibly can. And I think uh, with that, uh, this month we're launching our Gamers First portal, which is going to be a big change for a lot of players and it's something that we hope a lot of players are come, come in and, and do. The Gamers First portal is actually the first time that you can actually create an account and link all the, the games that you currently play with K2 Network to that one account. Um, we have a lot of players who play like War Rock and Sword and yeah, so 
so you'll be able to log in with just one uh, account. And and I think the big thing about the Gamers First portal is something that a lot of our players have been complaining about is that we don't have uh, as many payment options as they would like. Um, we're adding four new payment options with the Gamers First, First portal. So if you have a, a Gamers First Passport, you'll actually be able to log in. And um, there are uh, Pay by Cash, which is our probably going to be the biggest one um, that players are going to use. You'll be able to access that. Uh, we actually have a, a pseudo-SMS uh, thing that's coming all, as well that'll be you, with the Gamers First Portal. How do you give cash to a website? <laughs> it, I mean, it just depends... It, it depends I'll send on you pictures. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pay by Cash actually... Um, they actually accept cash, literally. Um, you can actually send them cash in the mail. In the and mail. They'll update oh, your account. That's a smart idea. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, I do think, believe that they do say they... All right. Yeah. There are some places we, where you like, can't pay it. Like, yeah, I... Is what is well, a big place. Yeah, but you usually, in, in general, it's a bad practice to send cash in the mail because people just open it and right, but cash. So. <laughs> it's, 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 also, it's also about um, where, you, where you are and, and how you can connect. A lot mm-hmm. of times I pay my... Pay by cash, just say they suggest uh, cash's check or money order. Okay. But a lot of times there are places that don't have that ability. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our games is really big in South America, Global Mew Online. Um, and Global Mew, um, we had a lot of issues with pay- payment issues, getting payment players who wanted to pay us who couldn't. Uh-huh. Um, pay by cash came in and they were literally able to rectify almost all those issues. They sell game cards. So you can go down and to the local store and pick up a game card. Or you can just send in a money order or cash to them and and you don't have to have a credit card okay. so um can i play it's with, been a very good solution for us can i pay with microsoft points i have all these microsoft no. points sitting around no oh. no not not at all <laughs> i want some like microsoft points me. i'll take microsoft points <laughs> yeah you, you you know here I'll, I'll, I'll let you do this you can give them to me and then uh <laughs> i can't guarantee we'll give you anything in game for them but i'll use them yeah <laughs> i'm just trying to think of all people are complaining about payment methods i'm trying to think of how many you really need <laughs> Well, the well, problem I think is, the problem- is, we just have such a huge population in Sword that's not American. That, that's what it most is, of our most of our our games for um, K two Network games were were a very international company, and so most of the games are licensed um, for the North America and then other regions. Um, mm. So because of that, especially with Sword, it's hard to. Uh, it's hard to accommodate everybody. Um, currently, click and buy is our, our main method of payment, and uh, they they service the North America, uh, U- um, United Kingdoms, and Germany, which are our three big um, license areas. So we don't really have an issue with that. But there are players who are playing outside of those areas who can't pay, um, and and so pay by cash and our new SMS system. Are we have a. a uh, an ESN system where if ser- several uh, any um, game cafe or internet cafe can actually sign up for ESN and they can sell game cards that players can buy from them and then um, use online to uh, to to get credits to buy things on in our games. So there are a lot of new options coming that'll I think help a lot of players. And plus, it's going to be the gamers' first portal, and there's going to be a lot of craziness going on with that as the year progresses. So. And I mean, just as someone who isn't American, I can I can say from experience. Sometimes paying for stuff that you want to pay for is a pain. Yeah, seriously, a pain. Like Wii games. <laughs> like Wii games. Like I, Chris had to change his Wii to Canadian just so that he could send me a game. Yep. Like wow, you have no idea how yeah. difficult it is sometimes online when you're not American. Yep. 
And, you know, I have to applaud any company that caters to people outside of the U.S. just because it's hard. It's a pain in the butt on both sides. And, I mean, it's really, really nice finally start seeing some companies that really want to work with non-American population. That's good. Yeah. I I think a a lot of people don't realize that how how, um, the U.S., a lot of the U.S. laws make it very easy to, to pay online, um, and a lot of local laws in many different countries make it very easy to pay online if you're if you're interacting with a company that's in your country. But if you're not interacting with a company that's not a part of your nation's bank, um, it it's it becomes just insane. I think Brazil um, for Global Me Online was uh, just an amazing. Uh, in, it, almost impossible to to get in and actually get money from players. It it was just so finding pay by cash and and our ESN system helped a lot with that. And the same thing happened in Turkey, which are two of our our biggest non American uh, areas right now. And so it's it's very difficult to 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 be able to accept payments from anywhere in the world, especially with um, well RMT fraud. <laughs> yeah, those people suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, have we exhausted our sort of new world questions? Pause. Two two quick questions. Oh, okay. Um, I think I think one of the things that's on everybody's mind is you know we talk about how we're moving more towards the the Korean client. What about the base experience rate? Because right now, Sword is higher than any other GE version in the world. At, at the moment, um, I don't believe there are plans to change our base experience rate. Um, I. Uh, we um, look higher. We we well we looked at several things um, and uh, uh, across the world, uh, I, you'll see that there's going to be a lot more XP events um, and, and a lot of the XP is going to be increased as we all try to inch closer to where the Korean player base is um, because we want you all to be able to get that content immediately and not you know wait forever because um, right now one of the things especially with like the land of the dead um which isn't going to be um launched when the the expansion launches um the the land of the dead isn't going to be available because literally there are no players who are higher enough level and have enough equipment to be able to tackle the land of the dead and the same thing happened in in uh in the singapore and chinese version um there just aren't players high enough level to do it so that's going to be something we release later on um probably hopefully we'll be able to release it in march or april um so if things like that and and there are new areas coming with the their you know 2.5 and 2.6 added some uh new things that our current player base won't be able to access when we first get it so um i i don't know that we're going to increase our xp rate but our current xp rate probably isn't going to drop uh i don't see that happening anytime soon Um, how many how many players do we have that actually have a, a family that's full vet, or is that a number you can't talk about? Um, a lot in the thousands. Really? Um, it, it was yeah, that was that shocked me before. IMC actually did a server pool of all the uh, characters and families that that had vets, and and we're in the thousands. But it's still. Based on the quantity of players that we have and the level ranges that those players are in, um, we are still not ready to to tackle some of the hardest higher end game stuff yet. So, we're going to help players get there quickly and get through the level fifty to seventy range, which is just a bear. <laughs> we know it mm-hmm. is too. So, well, you know, fifty to seventy honestly isn't as bad as the dead zone. 
which I yeah. actually think I've talked about on the podcast before, which is the 85 to 80, 84 to 89, 85 to 89, yeah. where there's actually nowhere to go that is actually like yellow mobs, where you get the full 150 experience. Yeah, that's something um, I was hoping we would be able to get in this expansion. There's actually a new zone in the next expansion that really? alleviates that issue. But oh, unfortunately, <laughs> by then, it's really not going to be an issue. <laughs> and you know what, hopefully, you hey, speak for yourself. You say that, and that isn't necessarily going to be true. Because, you know, in the last World of Warcraft patch, they finally put out a 35 to 40 zone, which they had never done before. And I've already won three characters through it. <laughs> that's true. That's actually very true. So yeah, it's probably will play to go back and fix. And I'll be like, I'll probably be eighty-five at that point or something, and be like, hey, look, <laughs> I can, I can level now. It's like you know, I only I only have three characters that are bad. I'm still working on alts. I mean, I would love I would love a zone for that dead area right now. Well, I I, I think the, the alternative now is forgotten passes, which is something yeah. that I also want to ask about because okay. right now. Um, for, for those that haven't bought anything in the cash shop, you can buy a Forgotten Pass, and it lets you into um, a really, really nice uh, dungeon. That It's a copy of a dungeon that already exists in the game, but it has higher-level mobs. So, for example, you know, Michael, how we don't level in Torsion Expansion anymore because the mobs are kind of too low? Mm-hmm. Well, in the Forgotten area, all of the mobs are slightly higher, like not much, three to four levels higher, but they give more experience. And they have better drop rates. And they have really, really good drop rates for, for items. So, I mean, I'll go into a forgotten area, and I'll leave the sound on on the laptop while I'm playing, and, I mean, yeah. I will get, like, ping drop, ping drop, yeah. ping drop. I had, the last time I went into the Torch's Mansion forgotten area, I got three level 60 shotgun blaster uniques in a 24-hour period. Wow. <laughs> that's really really good the level 60 um, unique gear or elite gear I can't remember which one is really really nice it's your first big 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 step in gear but right now your forgotten pass is a 24 hour pass that ticks down in real time and that kind of sucks because sometimes I've like used a forgotten pass and then had to log out and it's like oh well I just spent real money and now half my pass has gone to waste so, yeah. is 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 this something that IMC has kind of been, or IH? I don't know. I don't know if they which one they want to go by. Have they considered uh, changing it to log it, logged in time rather than real time? Uh, IMC, uh, they they actually they've been balancing the cash up items based on real time for a reason. Um, so, I don't believe that there's going to be a time period when that's going to change to end game time. Um, it, it's something that I know it sucks. I, I've, I've done exactly what you said as well. Um, but it's not something that we can really do a lot about. Usually if we're having server issues and, and you've used one of those items um, and you're unable to log back into that item uh, or into that area when we come back up, we always restore those items because it, we know that it sucks, but it's it's difficult. And uh, it's one of those things that I, it's hard to balance that um, with in-game time. Um, exactly how long would be fair and 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 price balance and insanity so um i doubt that that's going to change but uh it's something that we've we've let imc know about um they just don't seem to want to budge on what what it is right now so i actually have just one last question if you don't mind yeah yeah 
Is there a Mac version? Since I'm a, I'm a Mac user. Good question. Well, um, at the moment, there is not a Mac version. Um, that yes. that was actually a design decision. Not the most popular platform in Korea, I would imagine. Yeah, because I've heard <laughs> right. all the talk of the game. Yeah, and... but at the same time, we have six people on this podcast. Three of them use Macs. I haven't really so chimed it, in a whole lot because I wasn't even sure if I could play it, and you know. So now I finally saved my question for the end, and yeah. Well, you could you could do parallels or VMware maybe. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> I don't know. I, I have people a, to play. There actually, people I guess you have to use Macs. You got to play Sword. Three D. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I have. I have a friend using Boot Camp uh, yeah, on his Mac in, in, in our clan. Um, but I, it's. I know it sucks. Um, it's something originally IMC was going to do, um, but they've kind of backed away from that statement because they're working on new stuff that they've already shown uh, some of some of already. So they're kind of more interested in, in uh, taking advantage of new hardware that's out and not necessarily worrying about. Um, uh, OS platforms. So maybe uh, the new version will, will have a, a Mac version as well. I, I I doubt it though at this point. Doesn't look like that's going to happen. I guess I'll have to try Boot Camp, I mean, which would require me to buy a legal version of Windows. Which mm-hmm. yeah, I know. Kind of averse to doing because I I love my Mac so much. I don't want to put Windows on it. But yeah, I know. I know. Suck it up, Jay. Suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can enjoy other games. I'm, I'm well, turning my house into an, I mean, an iHouse. It's very, you know, very... You know, we, we have now iPhones. We have Airport Extreme Base Station. You know, we have several Macs. Jay, Jay, all of your stuff will work with Windows, and you can switch back and forth within a couple seconds. Just I use know. it for games and then log back onto OS X. That's what I do. Well, you can't switch back and forth within a couple seconds if you're trying to... It, it, takes, it takes about 20 seconds to boot out and then reboot well, yeah. on my laptop. So, yeah, I, I, I think I, I, IMC Games' concern really is that they have seven different international versions of the game, and really the only one that requires Mac at all is, is us. Um, most of the rest of the world isn't it's not a very big mm. uh system so maybe but doubtful <laughs> you know better true. about yeah well um yeah i don't know i guess i don't think of the hardcore mmo users who you well i guess sort is aimed at the casual so yeah that'd be that'd be good so what do we have else let's see we have uh uh, some other sections. Do we really want to get into them, or we? Uh... Wait, wait, wait. There's one thing. Yeah. And you guys didn't answer on the board, so how about this? All right. Um, John, what is the thing that you feel is the one question that people never ask you, and that they wish you did? You wish they did. Um. Okay. Oh wow, that's a that's a hard one. <laughs> that's a loaded no, question. Yeah. No, no. Here's 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 a question. Do I have to answer the question? So can, uh, can I say no, the question and not answer the question? Okay. Because the suspense <laughs> is excellent. But once um, someone asks it, then you'll have to answer it. No, you can say no comment. No comment. <laughs> I would probably say the question that I, 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 I'm always surprised that no one ever asks is... Uh, wow, that's a hard one because we get so many questions. <laughs> Usually they're asked somewhere. I guess it would, yeah, it would actually be more about um, 
specifically our interaction and our um, our relationship with IMC Games. It was something that was asked a lot when we uh, first launched, um, but it really has been something that a lot of people don't seem to really care about because I think a lot of our, our current players don't um, understand our relationship um, and they don't understand exactly who Handbitsoft is and, and who IMC Games is and why there are 18 companies with their names slapped on the box. Um, but it, it's actually, we we have a, a rather close relationship with Haku Kim himself. I mean, we talk to him on a weekly basis, almost daily sometimes. Um, and, and we have, uh, we're constantly emailing each other back and forth. Habitsoft is the international publisher for sort of the new world. Um, and for Granado Espada, so we actually license the game through them, but IMC Games is the developer, so anytime anything is produced, it comes from IMC Games. Um, Habitsoft is more in charge of, well, the money and marketing, marketing the brand. So um, whenever we do something with Sword, like um, we're working on changing the logo for Manifest Destiny, that's something we had to send through Hambitsoft, and we had to get licensed through Hambitsoft and IMC Games, and then Hambitsoft sends it back to us, and we can go live with things like that. So, um, But our relationship is actually, we have a really interesting, we've had an interesting relationship uh, in the past, and I think uh, it's fun sometimes just listening into conversations when uh, we're on the uh, our our conferences and um, our CEO start dealing with uh, Hockey Kim and and we get into fights about some major issues that we're having. You know the entire bot situation, the the bot reporting system was because of a huge fight we had with IMC Games because we really thought it was an important issue and 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 Hockey Kim just didn't didn't know how it could be done and so he said it seemed to work and he got it done so it's things like that that we're we're very appreciative to have such a, a responsive developer it's i i've worked with several different developers and i think imc games is the only one that i can ever say has anytime we've asked them a question within 24 hours they have a response if it's not an answer it's something that they can look into and they'll give us an exact date on when it'll be done. So they're, they're very responsive and very helpful. And it's, it's been a really great relationship working with them. So I seem to remember another screaming match about the UPC nerf too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When I first joined the game, (laughs) that one, uh, that was, we actually, it was actually one of the, our first, real relationship issues we had with IMC Games. They made that change and didn't tell us about it. They patched our servers and didn't tell us about it. And literally the players told us there was a problem and then we were like, what? And we looked in the game and saw that all the UPCs had different change stats. So it's kind of hard because for IMC, they're... I, I, the best way I can describe them is they they really are artists. They they don't design games because it's their job. They're very artistic about what they do and and balancing the game. It's 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 an art form for them. And so when um when a change like that is made, it it kind of it's on a different level. It's not just you're dealing with someone who's doing their job. You're dealing with someone who's put their life and their passion into the game. And so um when you tell them that what they just did is a terrible idea, there's no easy way to say that. And it, it's it's easy. Um, it's very easy for them to take offense, and it's on both sides of the fence that's been happening. And uh, it's really interesting to see. And that's kind of where our relationship is now. We we're both sides have realized that we're very passionate about what we're doing. We're, we're very passionate about pleasing our gamers. And so sometimes when we are we see an issue on two different. Um, in, in two different ways, we really have to end up with some kind of compromise, and that's been happening more and more. And, and like I said, the the the, um, 
bot reporting system is, is one of those issues. Um, the UPC unnerf was uh, it was a very interesting week. <laughs> there were a lot of very interesting emails being sent back and forth, and uh, but we finally got it done. So, <laughs> and that'll be something players will be able to see when Manifest Destiny launches later this month. Oh, that was the one thing I didn't say. We have a launch date. Release date. Yay, launch date. Well, I want to preface this with one other thing. Okay. Um, we, um, this is kind of a tentative thing, but we're, we're, we feel we're pretty much close enough that we can definitely start saying, and you've probably saw it on the forums and the Grandmaster forums if, if you, <laughs> you've been on this website, um, the Yay. 12208. Now, this is a date that I, either one of two things are going to happen, and we haven't determined yet. We'll probably <laughs> determine that on Tuesday. But um, either we will release the patch publicly to be downloaded, or we will actually go live. Um, so, but at the moment, we're we're definitely close enough that we definitely feel that on one twenty two oh eight, something's going to happen. So, stay tuned. <laughs> well, an exciting day either way, then. <laughs> yeah. January twenty second, your destiny will manifest. Rawr, sort of you yes. will. and. A week after yeah, we release the patch to be downloaded, we're going to start. Uh, the The patch will be live, live. So if we release it on the twenty second to download, it'll go live on the twenty ninth. Um, but most likely, we're probably going to be. I, we're probably close enough to actually say that it's going to go live on the twenty twenty second. But whatever happens, it'll be within a week. So, yeah, exciting news. So let's talk about what we're playing because we've talked about sword a lot. Oh, it sounds like you guys are all yeah. playing sword except me. <laughs> No, Sean doesn't play either because can't play on Mac. But he oh, did has, you try it? Sean? I have boot camp. He has no, boot camp. I didn't try it. Um, I have no Windows. I'm stopping you. It's free. Far too busy, I'm afraid. I have many other games I've got to play. You have that, one other game yeah, but that you, you know play. What? All you got to do is take five hours in the next week, download it, try it. I, I don't have. I don't have five hours. I didn't have five hours over break, and I start class tomorrow or day after tomorrow. Nice. Just skip Final Fantasy XI for a week. I can't do that. I have obligations. Skip it for a day. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, skip it for a day. Skip then. it for an, an hour. hour. You know what? Sword <laughs> of the New World is so much hour. better than Dynamis. Seriously. That is your opinion. It is not mine. Well, I, I, I now, do believe it is. is oh, wait, wait, wait. It is better than Dynamis. I will say that. Cause Dynamis. <laughs> so there. Well, we, we have a lot of really cool things happening with the launch of the expansion, so there's going to be a lot of new things with a faction war starting and Andre's ultimate fighting championship starting, and we have a <laughs> lot of... see now? Oh, it's, it's going <laughs> to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a, it's a PvP, PvE raid situation between two clans, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to go off. So uh, hmm. it, there's a lot of fun things happening. We're the world's greatest free-to-play MMO, and so there you go. Haha, you're missing out. Well, especially <laughs> yeah. now that the other big contender is forced advertising on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, do, I, I'm not sure if anybody from K2 showed up for that, but I guess in Arpegia, it was a mock clan versus clan battle um, sometime right after Christmas. Yes, there was. Uh, and Heist I, kicked everybody's butt! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm in Heist. Uh, <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> Heist is, is the top end game rating guild on Orpesia. No one touched Heist is Heist is the smallest, biggest clan <laughs> in the game right now. Yeah, like um, we, I, we most of our raids was like ten people or less. Yeah, which I, I is think great. 
on the other servers like a 25 man raid and (laughs) (laughs) on the other servers where the 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 clans that are where you guys are at are are much larger um by magnitude of two or three sometimes so yeah Mm. so now we should probably move on well, yes. actually, I just <laughs> shout out to people. Nice, okay. yay! It's so frosted, and these beautiful I'm eyes. I want to see what I'm yeah. playing. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I got a, I got a few things I got to touch on, and then we'll get to the now playing segment. Um, oh. for, yeah. First of all, I want to point out Kingdom Under Fire: Circle of Doom comes out this week for 360, supposedly. Um, I still don't know much more than I knew now. Last time that we announced it was coming out, and it got pushed back again. <laughs> uh, wow. At least I think it was. Um. Yeah, we need to get a preview copy of that. But you can play the demo. Oh the yeah, demo. I could do That's the demo. That's only if you have gold. Demo screen. I have I have gold, so I should have tried that. Well, I didn't realize. I don't have gold. I have silver, so I can't play it for another. Just a week. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the, yeah, I guess I should realize this because I put this in the notes. The Kingdom Under Fire demo is out on Xbox Live for download now as of January second. So you can go check it out. I have not checked it out. I'll see if I can do that before the podcast next week. See if I can let you know anything about the game. Um, other downloadable games. First is Light Crusader for the Wii. Um, it is a Sega Genesis game from 1995. It's an action RPG that they've brought out. Um, I, I didn't play this back in the day. Did any of you guys? Nope. I did. Was but Nintendo. I, I just remember that I played it. I don't even. <laughs> it My brother was really into it. I just thought it was dumb because it was like Sir David. I mean, shouldn't he have like a fantasy name? Come on, <laughs> be called Cecil or something. Sir David. Well, I don't Cecil know. isn't exactly a fantasy. What about anyway? Theodore? <laughs> 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 it's my little boy Teddy. Anyway. Uh, no. So yeah, you are taking the role of the brave knight in this action RPG and getting to the bottom of the mysteries of Green Row as you fight enemies, solve puzzles, and use your best combination of brains and brawn to save the kingdom. So, yeah, it's an action RPG. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> virtual console, down. right now, 800 points. And then Balerium is a new MMO RTS, which, again, I don't understand. This is... Okay, okay. Republic- if anybody calls this game new, they're out of their minds. We called I it new. I this game at E3... <laughs> 2003. Well, this it's game out now, new, right? It wasn't out any then. stretch of the imagination. Well, it wasn't out. And then, I mean, right? by the time it hit E3 2003, number one, it was in Kenya. Number two, it had already been in development for two years when I played it. Yeah, that's funny. All our all our screenshots are from 2003. We have no 2007 screenshots. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, well, Final Fantasy 12 was in development for how long? Doesn't matter. I'm not dissing the amount of time it was in development. But the game I'm wasn't out. It's new now. It's out now. It's considered new. Just and, being goofballs about yes, it. Yes, but, yes, yes. I mean, I'm actually really excited because when I played this game, I was super, super psyched about it. And I mean, I was like, the developers are like Swedish or something. And I was like emailing them back and forth and they had terrible English, but that was okay. <laughs> and then they disappeared off the radar. And then, like, two weeks ago, Micah... Four oh, years that, later, they come like, back. comes out, and I'm like, really? I remember that game. <laughs> well, oh, is, uh... You say Micah, is, is K2 involved in Belirium? I should know that if I... No. Should. No, okay. No. <laughs> Micah is her own separate company. She just happens... Yes. She does PR for K2. She does PR for Namco Bandai. 
She does PR for like eight different companies, Hudson Soft. Um, I can't remember who makes Valerian, but she does PR for them. Mm. Okay. Well, she, um, so that's where Sonia is now. Remember the girl that gave us the PS2? Mm. Nice. Yeah. So oh, for oh, listeners who want to check out Valerian, go to Valerian.com. You can download it there. It is an MMORTS, and that's probably the last we should really talk about on an RP Gamer since it's an RTS and not an MMORPG. <laughs> but, you know, there you it go. It was an RPG when I played it. Like, if you was play Valerium, our coverage. then you are a ballerina. <laughs> but a oh, Jeez. <laughs> wow. That's the best he's come up with all week, too. <laughs> I think we are going to have someone to, to try and take Dancer the Month for Mist. <laughs> I didn't even play Dancer last month. Get off my oh, case. That's too bad. I got to 37 and I took a break because I'm waiting for AF. All but aren't right. you still Dancer of the Month? No. He's no, up. we're not on now playing. We'll get there later. Stop. Stop derailing me. Um, we have two staff reviews up. Please go check it out on the site. We've got one up of The Witcher. Um, let's see. 4.0. Yeah, 4.0. So it sounds like that's a pretty good game if you can get over the technical issues I've heard some people report. And then... Um, um, you, you have to actually pay attention that there's patches and the technical issues are a lot less common. Ah, so are they hard to find patches? No. 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 Okay. So apparently they've finally released some good patches for it. So that's good. Or maybe they've already been there, and the people who are reviewing it didn't put them on. They, they've know. been there. Okay. Yeah. So get the patches, and that'll help. Patches. And uh, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, because everybody who actually plays it and doesn't run into the issues seems to be enjoying themselves with it. So it's a good sign. And I, then, I loved it. I just haven't been able to finish it. It looked really good at E3 when I when I saw it at E3 thousand. Yeah, it looked great at PAX, and yeah. So I just don't have time for it. I'd love Is to you- try it. Um, Warriors of the Lost Empire, who also put up a review... Not as favorable of a review. <laughs> no. <laughs> Got a sub-average score. Um, I just looked at the score and I just went, oh. It's like, Boy, who has time every- for that right now after the release schedule How we did had it at the end so of last high? year? <laughs> so it's a portable hack and slash game, so I guess, yeah. Anyway, now we are in what you've been playing. And we've had a lot of time to play stuff. We have two weeks and part of that was a holiday break. So, well, at least for the Americans. Well, I guess everywhere. Oh, New Year's and Christmas is kind of a global thing, so <laughs> definitely New Year's is global. Well, not different quite. In China, <laughs> China, China, oh, yeah, so haven't New Year yet. But anyways, yeah. Jordan, what are you playing? Well, um, as people know, I'm still playing a little Fire Emblem on the Wii, kind of off and on. I've started a new Fire Emblem. Uh, I've well, not well, it's an old game, but it's new for me. Fire Emblem uh, and the Sacred Stones for the GBA. Uh, my PSP, I'm playing Disgaea, although I'm a little disappointed at the new voice for, uh, for Etna. Yes, I loved her voice from Disgaea 1. I didn't like her voice as much in Disgaea 2 or in the anime. And so just, just hearing those these lines that I have loved for for so long now, since you know I first got the game from from Sabin, you know, it it just breaks my heart. And then on my, also on my Wii, I'm playing Trauma Center with my wife. We're double teaming it because it's way too hard to play single player. Uh, we wrapped up Galaxy, which was a lot of fun, but the camera angles are insane sometimes. And it, it would be a much better game if you could just control the camera, and you can't. It's sad. Yes, but Other than considering that, very few games push the camera anywhere near as hard as galaxy does i think they've done a really good job with it you know because you can't always tell if you move if you move the stick this way you know will this move in the right direction or will this 
you know, make you fly off a platform and then get sucked up by a black hole and die. Hmm. You know, aside from that, it, it's great. I, I absolutely love the gravity engine, how you can jump off an edge and just sort of float in the middle of nowhere and then get sucked up against another platform and just keep walking. It's brilliant. But the camera angles kind of ruin what would be an otherwise awesome experience. And on my PS3, I'm still playing rock band. I'm moved up to hard on guitar. I'm still playing normal on the drums. And my 360 is not getting any love until Lost Odyssey. <laughs> so you, nobody does vocals on Rock Band except me, apparently. I do well, I do a little vocals, sometimes. but they're, they're not as fun. I, 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 I do vocals. vocals. I, I, I actually like, I, I like the way the vocals work in Rock Band a lot. Uh, it's yeah. very cool. Yeah, it's just like SingStar. Yeah. It's a little more complicated than SingStar. They had a good sketch of what the interns at Conan and what the people at Conan and Brian been doing during the ske- the the strike, and apparently they've been playing a lot of rock band. Rock band's and, awesome. And you guys familiar with Archie Bunker? Yes. Yes, and whatever the name of his wife, Conan likes to sing lyrics to sabotage at, at, as an impression of her, which just sounds fantastic. What's interesting with that, you don't even have to actually sing the right lyrics. You can just hum, and that's all that matters. Oh, yeah. I, and, yeah, you do whatever you want. I full comboed Danny California with just humming, and cause I didn't feel like saying all the lyrics as fast as they do, but it's a great song. Yeah. So, um, who's next? Who wants to go next? You uh, should go. Who? You. Yeah. Oh, me. You go next. Me? Yes. Why don't I go next? Um, <laughs> this week, I've, you know, so what I did over, you know, over the break was pretty much play a heck of a lot of WoW. Um, I had brought home all my Wii games. I chose to leave the 360 here. I was going to complete Galaxy and finish Fire Emblem. Yeah, I didn't do that. I played lots of World of Warcraft. And uh, so now I'm 42 and I've got all these extra things there. <laughs> like, As he hit level 40 and he hit up a sugar mama for his mouth money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not even 70 yet? Jeez. No, I know. Gosh, he, me just forever. Played for a he, he just started in November. Two months. And you're not 70 yet? I know, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I don't know what's taking him so long. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not just 60. I mean, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, a great yeah. game, but it is easy as pot. I know. <laughs> that's well, why people play it. I, that's why people play it. You know, I, I don't know. The things that ma- that WoW makes easy are the things I want easy. They're not the things I want hard. So, yeah. that's what that's where I'm at with it now. But I'm not at the end game yet, so we'll see. <laughs> it's kind of funny though because um, I have a rogue that I sort of play off and on, which is a gnome rogue. And as we all know, gnomes have no souls, but that's okay. And they're puntable. Uh, <laughs> and they're puntable. But you Wait, see, I, I can have punt a you. Email rogue. You haven't I told have me I can punt you. Th- <laughs> Why would I tell you that? Oh, I have to figure out how to do that. You used to play a Taru Taru. How can you not know that I'm huntable, my friend? I don't know. But if anybody oh, yeah. ha- hasn't seen the female gnome rogue sneak, they need to go find a video because oh, awesome. you just feel like you need to have someone standing behind, yeah. standing beside you, going sneak, 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 sneak. It's like one of those old cartoons that have soundtracks done by orchestras. So. <laughs> I'll we'll have to get a video up of that, and and so yeah, that's that's sadly that is really pretty much it. And I wish I had played more. So, so Sean, what have you been up to? Lots of Final Fantasy XI, I assume. 
Is it my turn? Do I get to talk now? Yes, sir. No. I guess I do. <laughs> Chant. You can praise Final Fantasy XI. Well, I didn't play any Final Fantasy XI over break. <laughs> what? What? Lies. You're lying. <laughs> busy. Um, Where is sorry, Sean? We killed... What have you done with him? Wait. We, we killed how many avatars? <laughs> the only thing I did was I helped out Fire Mist and Gorn. I don't need help with the avatars. I'm helping you. It's quite the other way around, I assure you. But <laughs> I don't need friend Rear for the 14th time. But really, I, I did very little. I think maybe I spent... It was the only time I spent was with Fire Mist and Gorn, so it was like a couple hours. Maybe. Um, what I really did over break was I played a bunch of other crap. I uh, I got Geometry with Galaxies. Oh, nice. The, mm. And I, actually, I hate to say this, but I'm a little disappointed. I love, absolutely love the campaign mode, but I'm so used to playing it on the ultra-crisp graphics on my 360 that going down to 480p is like a kick yeah. in the pants. Mm. But you get so much more to do. It's Geometry Wars. But it's, it's not... A bunch it's not of well, here's a real question. Here's a real question. How well do the motion controls work? Okay, with the remote. Let me tell you, there's, there's two ways to control it, really. You can use the Wiimote, or you can use the classic controller. And I hate the Wiimote. I absolutely despise <laughs> it. Well, everybody does. There's, there's, there's the motion controls on Galaxies the getting controller? ripped all over the, the classic, place. Classic, you, you cannot use a GameCube controller. You can use... You need the, two oh, sticks. Sucks. You need two sticks, Jay. And the GameCube well, the Game controller, controller doesn't has have... Two GameCube sticks. controller has two, but they're in goofy places, and you can't use yeah. it. No, the C-stick does the not count. Point. The C-stick is <laughs> not a real analog stick. Yeah, but it's, it's it doesn't have stick. the it doesn't have the range of control you need. It just doesn't feel right. Also, That's the classic also, controller. Yes. Now the classic controller is not as good as the Xbox controller because no. something about the way the joysticks are made, but they seem less accurate. No, I understand. No, that, no, no, yeah. no. The problem is the stick you use for targeting is when you hit it, you know, press it out as far as you can. It hits into the eight of the octaves, so you get stuck in those eight octaves if you press it all the way. No, we're talking about the classic controller. Gaming. This is that the is classic the controller. Oh. It does the same thing. Okay. It does the same thing. It has yeah. the octaves. It's, it's just not as good of a controller as a 360 or GameCube controller. I, really, I can't imagine being paying $20 more dollars <laughs> for more peripherals for my Wii. I already have four Wiimotes, four nunchucks. Sweet Jesus, what else do I need to buy for that? You thing? have a PS3. Well, Shut if you're not getting, if you're not getting Galaxies, you probably don't need the classic controller. So just stick with the GameCube controller. Except fine. if you play other VC games that need classic controllers. Well, well a lot I of them are those compatible. So. GameCube. There's a problem with the GameCube controller on a lot of classic games. Because they've moved the A and B oh, button right. to where they are on the Super Nintendo, trying to play, for example, Castlevania 4 is a pain in the ass. Yep. So that's why you need it. But, but can't you remap the buttons in that game? I would think it should go. No, you know, that would be buttons. if they were truly making a good you know, emulator. But they, they well, aren't no, interested in that. Don't so. the games themselves have remappable buttons? I remember most no. games that I played, you could go no. to options, you know, no. you could remap the buttons, whatever you wanted on Super Nintendo. That's a later thing. You remap them, I think, in Castlevania 4, but you can't remap them in, for example, any Mario game like Mario World. Oh, right. Yeah, of course that. Game is a nightmare because your run button is in a really goofy place. The only way to really, it's like, it's like Y. And so the only way to run is to hold it down with your pointer finger and then hit the A button with your thumb. <laughs> you can't move back and forth. Uh, excellent. <laughs> so I, used, I ended up using the classic controller. That was the other game I played over break. Ashley and I got nice. a perfect game in Mario World. So. Excellent. That was it. I re- oh, and I got that WoW. That should take about five hours. And you got what? Yeah, I got WoW. I thought I'd throw that in there. Uh, one of my friends 
knew I was going to have breaks, so she bought me a month of WoW and <laughs> to me to play with her. So oh, nice. I've, I've had it for about a week, and I'm level 31 or 2. You'll pass, you'll pass Chris in about yeah, a week. You'll pass Chris in about five days. <laughs> pass him later probably, tonight, probably. Probably less than that. Seriously? Jeez. <laughs> Jeez, I feel so I have, bad. Now. I have a page. There are times when I haven't played for a week. You know, I'm sorry. I have to take it casual. <laughs> I, I, I oh oh, you're a mage. Yes, I have a mage. <laughs> I'm a mage. <laughs> I know. I refuse to say it like yeah, those that. are the best commercials. I absolutely <laughs> adore the, the Shatner. Mini Me has a commercial now. Yeah, that's the one. I guess that was it. Yeah. That's the one. Hey, that he was a mage. mage. Have you seen? <laughs> I'm a mage. John Claude Van Damme has a commercial oh, now yes. too for French. It's, in it's France. hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. Yes. Go to YouTube, people. I haven't seen it translated though. Is the problem? So I gotta check that out. Well, uh, there is no translation. It's a fr- it's, it's, it's a commercial French. that airs in France. It's in French. It is. I need an English translation. Is what I need. I need a subtitle. In France. That's all I can say. Well, maybe if I have maybe if I have nothing I to do tonight, I'll post it up says. on sort of the new on, the, right, on right. YouTube. Yeah. So Anna will yeah, translate it for to, me later. Then <laughs> I wanted to add one more thing about the mage. I'm really disappointed, and I I want to be able to cast all sorts of spells. I want lightning and thunder and wind. I want to cast escape, and I want to be able to cure people. You, you, and I you want to you want to make WoW a sandbox game, and it's not. I want yeah, I want WoW to be FF11, and I can't do it. <laughs> and it's not because yeah. 11 is a sandbox game. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, more so than WoW. <laughs> so I I guess I just I really want it to be something it's not. I don't know that it's a bad game for that reason. It's just not my preference. Mm. Yeah. It's me. I'm a bad person. That's the no, problem. No, no, it's okay. You're allowed to like <laughs> no, 11. No, I can go with that. We're fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes. He, he dishes out so much abuse in the column, he needs to take some on the podcast. So. Oh, that reminds that's me. That's right. I do mention about that. Okay. I, I would like to take a moment, if you can, if I can. I received this week a letter from a reader who told me basically that he found my column unfunny and that my trickle of letters was going to eventually run out. And I, wanna, I wanted him to know. It was a very serious letter. He wasn't being an ass. He was being serious. And I wanted him to know that I take this very seriously. And if he's out there listening to the podcast, I encourage people this week to write in to a kinder, gentler Lucy on this week's Q&A column. You just said it's up, not Q and abuse. <laughs> just no, it will up. not be. It will be a Q and A column. No, I'm not setting them up. I honestly, I, to this week, it's Q and TLC. What? I don't. What? It will be. <laughs> it's actually. It's we wanted nice. You thought right? The other Q and A writer. I'm, I'm getting to it. It's Q and adulation. Oh, nice. You can write in, and I will be nice to you, and we'll see how it goes. We'll see if it's actually a better column. I have my doubts. <laughs> I think we all. But do. I take. I take. I take criticism very seriously when it's honest, and we'll see. We'll see if people like his idea better. Okay. There you go. If you want to affect change, write nice letters criticizing people. I guess. <laughs> Lucifer at I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah. um, Michael, what have you been up to? Well, let's see. Uh, I got Rock Band, and that kind of took over my life for a week. <laughs> As it's prone yeah, to do. Yeah, it does. Yes, and um, uh, tactics. I did finish Riovana's Castle, even though I didn't learn Ultima. But I'll live with that. Rio, what? What did you call it? Riovana's. Riovanes. Riovanes. Anyway, he finished it, and ah. he didn't know, learn Ultima. Yeah, and, and so now what happens is, of course, um, 
my Ramza character gained eight levels during that battle. <laughs> nice. And uh, now I need to get everyone else back up to where Ramza <laughs> is so I can continue. <laughs> Otherwise, all the levels of all the opponents will be skewed when I fight them and I'll die. So, yeah. Uh, working on that. I finally started Super Mario Galaxy last night, and I had um, I did the one star, and then that was it because that's all I had time for. And that was pretty much it. I mean, there was a little eleven, but I really didn't play that much. I kind of got sucked in by Rock Band. And that was it. But was it not the most fun intro level of a game you've ever played ever? Yes, it is. I am so glad I've already I, started. I just so love the music. You know of talking that, about of that first galaxy. It's just awesome. Hmm. Are they all that good? Um, I don't. I think not. But uh, I don't think they're, oh, any well. of them are bad. I just haven't gotten very far. I just know that the next one wasn't as oh. good as that one, is what I meant to say. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it's good stuff. And, uh, Anna, do we cover you? No, not yet. Okay. John goes first, though. Okay. John, you are esteemed, esteemed guest. <laughs> sure. Uh, geez, it's kind of been a wild week for me, but uh, I actually uh, I got got galaxies. I've actually been rather disappointed in the game personally. I guess it's just I'm 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 done with platformers and I'm done with games like that. So uh, Mario it's a Galaxy, good game. I, yeah, ah. it's a good game. I like Mario games. Well, it's a good it's a good game. I like the gravity system. Uh, I, I like a, I like you guys were saying earlier the the camera works. I I think in this game better than it has in a lot of other Wii games. But overall, it just wasn't the game for me. But uh, I I have also been playing uh, Eternal Sonata on the 360. Nice, love it. Uh, awesome. I. I, it's it's a really fun game. I thought it was a really great idea. Um, if you know anything about music or, or classical music at all, you'll probably enjoy it. There's a lot of Chopin um, in it, and it's it's a it's a lot of fun. I, I actually, I I, I think it's um. Hmm. In a lot of ways, it's a dumbed-down version of, of several other games, but it's still uh, it's engaging. So it's better than nothing. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting um, on the PS3 version for that. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what one of my friends said. I actually I went out and I, I got the 360 just for that game. I know. Am I crazy? Uh, I don't think you are, well, according no. to our reviewers look, of that game. <laughs> RPG well, RPG gamers really been loving on that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, I think that I don't know. It was it was worth it. I got that in Mass Effect and, and playing Mass Effect, mm. which is phenomenal, isn't it? Uh, I love. <laughs> it's, wow. <laughs> I I actually you know I love Bioware. I've loved a lot of their games in the past, and I was really shocked that it came out so well. And it's just just a blast. I uh, hadn't anticipated that. Mm. Of course, I I played my um I did my time in WoW. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leveling my shaman. Uh, I I finally have him to sixty. I already have a seventy nine elf hunter. Um, but and then uh, I got three of my other characters um and sword to vet this week, which is Big, oh, wow. big, big uh, thing for me. So I have six vets now. Uh, so I now I have Mbama, um, Emilia, and Soho, who are all now vet. So it's been a lot of gaming. So that's the only <laughs> K two game you've been playing. Um, I actually, I, I, I used to play a lot of uh, Global Mew Online. Um, I, I haven't really had a lot of time to do that because I've been so engrossed in Sword. <laughs> Sword takes up a lot of my time now. So. Uh, but yeah, I used to play Global Mew Online, and I suck at FPSs, so I don't really play <laughs> War Rock. Um, but um, I played not, not online for a little bit. But I I don't know I, the, the gameplay style of uh, of GMO um, is just more my type, and I think Sword just I, I love being able to control three characters. I love being yeah. able to to find someone and literally literally pick them off in the middle of nowhere when they're not there, or, or even if they are there. 
Um, well, that's I, I right. Know. You play on a Baron server. Mm. I have I, I actually I have uh, I have I play on multiple servers. I have uh, a family on Vespinola, Orbezia, and Cesaria. Um, I know Ilyar's gonna say, Oh my god, he just play on Ilyar, but you guys they don't like log in until like three in the morning. Are you serious? I'm not gonna get up at three in the morning to play with you guys. Anyway yeah. <laughs> Um But no, I I have families on, on, on three servers. I have vets on Vesp and, and Orpezia right now. So but yeah. That's How come you I, never talked to me on Orpesia then? Hmm? Because I don't want people to know who my characters are. Oh, I, I already had excuses, excuses. Yeah, I got I'm, out of, I'm totally I, gonna tell everybody who you are. It's not even about that. I got swords out at me on on Vespinola, and I had to like <laughs> get rid of my account after that happened. Um, it really sucked too. So I had to start all over again. But um, so yeah, I I'd prefer people not know who I am. It's a lot easier to PK people that way. <laughs> then they turn around and go, "Oh, the Legium just PK'd me in one hit." I mean, yeah, so I'm using God mode, but whatever. I mean, <laughs> do you actually yeah, abuse your powers to the- do that, or you do just do no, it? I, I would I have a problem with you doing that. I think that's a perk of the job, honestly. Because <laughs> there's no PK yeah. on Orpesia. Uh, yeah. I don't think you can use that excuse. Yet, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can try though. <laughs> I, I think uh, for for at least for me um, and and for our company, we don't. It's I don't know. For me, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of fun leveling characters anyway. So yeah. it's not a lot of fun playing the GM accounts ever. Mm-hmm. Actually, testing the game sucks the most because you can do everything. So it's only when you have limits that it's fun. Although it seems like it would be fun when you don't have the power to do it, <laughs> when you actually have the power to do crazy stuff, it's not that entertaining. <laughs> it's kind of more just you want the power and then use it when you need to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not All really. Right. <laughs> you don't even want it. All right. You give it to someone else. We'll take your GM accounts off your hands. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's... I think that's everything. Oh wait, pause. You have you were gonna go now. Yeah. Anna, it's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been playing Big WoW with, with Chris, obviously. Yes. Um, but I've actually been playing a ton of games in the last two weeks. Um, I got the Bleach fighting game for the Wii for Christmas, and I've absolutely been loving it. Um, I uh, I keep having to resist playing Hanataro. Uh, simply because he's the most useless putt ever. Um, so you've had to resist playing as the useless character. <laughs> because he's so funny! Uh-huh. His moves are awesome! Um, in the ble- uh, for those not familiar with the, with the Bleach uh, storyline, just Hanataro, every time Jeez. he strikes, he heals because he's a medic. And so um, he's a total wimp, but he's absolutely hilarious. And uh, even better is uh, when when two people try to use a power move on each other at the same time. It moves into sort of a cutscene where you play five rounds of rock, paper, scissors. Mm. And if Hanatoro wins, he, he just makes this, uh, ah, and, you know, like he's just suffering extremely. And this tiny, teeny, tiny little ball of energy comes out. And there's like blinking lines coming off of it and arrows <laughs> pointing at it. And it kind to of, tell you where the energy is, since you can barely see it. It, it, it like lazily drifts mm-hmm. over to the enemy. And it takes off like a quarter of their life. It, it is like... It's very powerful. It is, it's very difficult to And it's to great because Hanatoro's like, I did it! I did it! It's, it's just the most entertaining character to play on the whole game and I just I have like I said I have to just keep resisting playing him 
I just like throwing myself at people. You throw yourself and roll, and it knocks people over and does damage to them. Mm. Got a wide <laughs> range of reviews on that one, but uh, sounds like you guys are liking it. Oh, yeah, we're definitely liking it. Definitely, definitely. And I got um, Phoenix Wright 3 for Christmas. Ooh, good stuff. Yes. And right now I'm playing Recipe for Turnabout. And I'm really happy because I've only actually had to check a fact once. And that was in the previous case. Oh, you cheated. And I was very angry. You're supposed, was- to, you're supposed to cycle through every single, single item in your inventory and spend two hours doing it. But, and see, that was my problem. <laughs> I swore I had gone through everything and it just wasn't working right. So I checked. Oh, f- it was I the checked- one you had to press twice, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that, that one caught me too. It's like, oh, I just had to press just, them again. I have done everything I could humanly think of. And it was just like, press this statement and then press it again. And it's just like, yeah. oh. Because you never have to do that. Cheating. You never have to do that. Because you never, ha- <laughs> never needed to press a statement twice before. Yeah. That's never had to happen. And so I was just like, well, I feel like an art art now. <laughs> and uh, I've been playing Final Fantasy Tactics. Good. And. That's been really fun, although I'm I'm kind of cheesed because Michael just finished Chapter 3, and I just started Chapter 3, and we're the same level. So screw you, Michael. Let's see. Ramza is 31, and everyone else is between 25 and 26. Yeah, I think all my characters are like 25 right now. That's pathetic. You're going to have no problem by the time you get to the castle. It's going to be like, oh, did they die already? Do you realize how hard it was to kill Gafgarian? I used the strategy where you have someone that has auto potion, okay? And he looked at her and Are you talking about the time where you have to (laughs) solo it? Or are you the time you have to fight him in the hanging? I'm talking about the the hanging. Oh, the one-shot time, okay. That's the stage that I was having problems with. And, you know, you were like, well, just use some of the auto potion. I'm like, okay, no problem. So I stood it up with the monk, and it had auto potion. And the monk came up and was like, hey, fist in your face, poo. And he's like, I don't to play with you. And every time I would bring my monk up to, to Gafgarian, he'd be, just be like, screw you, hippie. And he'd run away and kill somebody else. And I was just like, oh. So I was just like, you know what, screw this. I'm just going to outlevel him. And that's what I did. <laughs> See that was that was the sad part is I was like oh Gafgarian and I fought him once and he killed me and I was like yeah that was really hard and the second time I'm like oh Gafgarian maybe he doesn't like magic and so I put arcane strength on my black mage and I said okay cast fire uh, Fira on this oh, evil guy you, you had a good you had a good astral sign too didn't you yeah and it says it says predicted negative two hundred and forty six <laughs> HP I'm like yeah do that. <laughs> And he dies one you, shot. You, Boom, you gone. Ha- your like, black mage yeah! just happened to be the perfect, uh, the perfect uh, zodiac. Oh, I one shot him with, um, with holy. I think. How do you get holy that early? Well, your white mage doing nothing else. <laughs> Basically, no. I, I learned. I don't. Well, the white mage is also level everything. Three, but, you know. <laughs> Two or three cure spells, and then holy. That's all. I had enough for one holy. I don't have holy yet. I used it on him. Shame. That was it. Yeah, you basically, should feel bad about it. My Isn't holy like basic high strategy level? in FFT is to have no. three mages who will eventually get the most powerful spells and whatever that whatever they are. So I have two black mages who will what is it? Uh, not nuke. What's the most powerful black magic spell in that game since they changed all the names? Raga. Is no. death? Oh. Flare. What? Flare. Except flare. I'll have two black mages with with flair and then a white mage with with holy and 
that basically is the strategy is to put all three of those on whatever I'm trying to kill and then make them scatter and then have two monks or ninjas or samurai, depending on how far I am in the game to sort of protect them while they nuke the crap out of whatever, whatever I'm, I'm targeting. And it works. It's a very boring strategy. I just killed yeah. everything. But then I, I did, I go through the entire game without using any extra characters. If I didn't make them, ex- I don't use them. That's no, terrible. This explains why we only have a four. No, well, otherwise <laughs> the game is too easy. If if you use you know all the extra characters you get towards the end, who can just destroy armor you know in a hit? Jesus. Which is Explosive why characters. I'm like level twenty four. You know, I mean, there's a reason why I can low level play it. It makes it harder. Hmm. I think it's harder to use original characters. That's how how I do it. No, because your original characters, if you're only using the same five characters every time. They're going to be higher level. It's going to be easier. Well, okay, yeah, but there, there, there are NPC characters that you get that break the game. So yeah, so I, I yeah, try okay, not so to don't use Thunder God. Okay, yeah, <laughs> his yeah. name is is a clue. <laughs> well, anyway, oh, I am the Thunder God. Can I be of assistance? You know, you <laughs> I can <laughs> own everything. <laughs> you know, okay, don't use Cloud. You know, I all right, fine. Is Cloud even still in it? Yeah, yes. he is. Oh, yeah. Really- Crap, he's a crap character. I, mean, I did I mean, go and get all the so much weird stuff to no. find him too. Yeah, no. yeah. You have to find but it's a progression of a of a story. Any, I mean, it's progression of a side story to get all the special characters. So it doesn't really hurt you that much. Yeah, except that he's level one, but and he doesn't have a. Yeah, weapon. but I mean that's really easy that. to fix. Anyway. You just have a beat up Ramza for a while, and he gains like a level every two hits. Just have to make sure to take counter tackle off Ramza because when I was playing the the the. The original PlayStation version, I can't accidentally one-shot him. <laughs> You're supposed to hit him with a rock or something. You're not supposed to actually one-shot him. Oh, shush. <laughs> You're not supposed to swing the weapon. That's bad. So, let me think. Wait, it's like that, 10 um, HP. What have I been playing? I feel like I've been playing more games than I really have been. I'm- it's just wow. It's cool. You know what? I really have not been playing that much WoW. I really haven't. Um, and this is why Saban I... is only 40. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's her fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, we d- I did actually down um, Nightbane for the first... Like My guild has down Nightbane, but I've never been there when we've actually done it. So that, that made me happy. And so, uh, even though I'm a Shadow Priest, my healing set is over 1300. So that makes me happy, because I do have to heal sometimes. And we got Nether Spite to 32%, which was really good. Because he's a bastard, and we all hate him. And... I, like I said, I feel like I've been playing more, but I guess it's all been, like, only a couple of games. And some Shining Force. Ooh, Shining Force. Just piddled around. Did you play any uh, Pokemon Snap? I gave you Pokemon Snap for Christmas. Did you play any? I have played the first three levels. Oh, nice. Okay, and well. I unlocked. Um, no, maybe I have the first four levels now. Maybe I unlocked four levels. Send me some pictures. Anna. Yeah, I, I still need. To, oh, hello. That's a lot of noise. Um, wow. We need to. I, oh yes, we have to get friend codes and. Yeah, stuff. we got to start sharing all that together and then see if we can uh, post some of the pictures. Let's get John's onto, friend code too. Yeah. So I can send him some awesome memes. Uh, yeah, I have like a thousand me's. Nice. <laughs> Seriously? I have an wow. army of me's. 
Mm-hmm. We'll come do a parade for you. Oh, okay. This is much fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have gone really, really long, um, yes. <laughs> as to be expected. But, but that's I, okay. I can't hey, tell you how... everybody compliments us when we do long, yeah. long podcasts. True. And I am so happy that you were able to come and spend time with us, John. Uh, I really appreciate you taking some time to do that. And My pleasure. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, so, I, I, again, once again, the game, Sword of New World, Granado Espada, you can go download it for free. Go start AFK leveling your characters and kind of bad get ready like- for your... Well, okay, actively level, and then level them up, spend your money on veterans, make K2 successful, because the, the game's fun, and uh, it is definitely worth checking out. So, expansion, or... Something exciting happening on January twenty second. <laughs> Not sure exactly what what it is, but whether the game's coming out or not. Subway somehow. Subway somehow. <laughs> That's the day. <laughs> so yeah. So thank you to John. Thank you to the panel for joining us today. Um, thank you to the listeners and to Ed Walker who's going to help edit this thing. And I feel a little sorry for him. <laughs> it's nice and big. Um, and that's well, it. We have a few things to believe about this week. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's it for RPG cast this week. We'll be back next week and we'll see you then. Bye everybody. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.